Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome in to the show. Oh, yes, dog. I just don't have anything else to put up right now. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. What's going on? My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. How y'all doing? We got things to do today. We got things to do today, including like something crazy and never before done on this stage. So we're going to see what actually happens here, Bubba Joe. I'm terribly fearful for all the production that I am attempting to do today. It's probably, it's probably going to end in disaster. Something will go wrong today. I don't know what it's going to be, but something's going to go wrong. And who would be here to witness it? That would be anybody who sounds off right now in a Talking Trek server sound off. You guys go ahead and hit it. Let's see what you guys got. Uh, Royal Power, what's up on server 36? Thank you for being here. Uh... Spectre on server 11. Yagati on 76. Thank you. Xavier on 61. And Unimatrix 9. What's up? And in games on 53. Mint Strangler on server 9. Dehagas on 16. What's up? Surtail on server 36. Veritas Absolute on 43. Crazy on 24. JT Bob on 156. Aquila Hawk on 21. Wolfwood on 49. Bad Boy on 13. The Real Kirkin on server 14. Athlete 86 on 155. Dog on 38. What's up? Moby 1 Canover on server 12. Appreciate it. Scratchy on 14. Barkman on 41. Big Dice on server 40. Pallium on 188. Neo on 133. Master Viper on 57. Noon Whistle on 29. Domestic Beer on server 53. PD on 63. Juby on server 61. Nowhere Man on 14. It's Hunter on 28. Dexies on server 21. Karkin on 15. Tammy Moses, server 20. Ancient Memory on server 26. Officer Soto on 167, Chase on 44, Dehagas on 16, Shrike on 14, Sandra on 142, Admiral Maris on 12. Yo, 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 Dragon Pirate on 167, Chico Chief on 84, Jackson of None on 24, uh, and uh, the list goes on and on and on. Bubba Joe, 94 additional messages in the Discord Talking Trek sound, uh, server sound off. And, and guys, this is, Bubba, this is kind of what I was maybe trying to hope for. I want to, to be super excited about the fact that right now we have 420 people in our live studio audience, whether that is on Discord, whether it is on Twitch. We would like to welcome in our live studio audience from all across the world uh, on multiple platforms today, simulcasting for the very first time. So appreciate it. Uh, yes, 420. Actually, it's it's more than that now. Now we're up to almost 440, uh, 453. So it just continues to cry, uh, cr crime. It continues to climb there, Bubba it, Joe. It just goes to show that if you make an announcement of when something is going to be online <laughs> and you hit that timeline, uh -huh. the players will respond. I see that. All right. I see that. Uh, now, well, how many of the people are in both? Can you count? I don't know how many people are in both. That's certainly a possibility. Now, Garrick says there's no way that both of these chats are going to be able to be monitored. Uh, Twitch chat is going to feel like the uh, uh, redheaded stepchild out there. Garrick, I just read your chat. 
there's, oh, DJ is going to have one eye on Discord, one eye on Twitch, <laughs> and one eye on his new magical keyboard with all the sounds. I do have I do have many uh, many buttons in here that I'm going to be tinkering with today. Lots of buttons that we're going to be trying to mess with and trying to keep up. Uh, that's right. You've got video on Twitch. I am trying to break the internet. I am going to try to keep an eye on both of them, all right? But when is DJ on time? Never. That doesn't happen. Except today, I was spending the last 30 minutes throwing up, to coin a phrase, Griffin, uh, <laughs> because I was super nervous about today. Um, You're live. You're doing great. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I was nervous about today. Anytime, like, I know a lot of people think that there's not things to be nervous about or, or that these things aren't uh, a, a big deal, but... Is it the only differences? You have to wear pants? They're complicated. No, they're not. First of all, no. Yes, I have to wear pants. Uh, <laughs> but but secondly, like there's different screens up. The audio layout is different now. I've got to watch this chat. I got to watch this chat. I got to do all this stuff. Uh, it's um, and and so yeah, it, it it's just new. Okay, it's just new. Anything I've got you try something new in broadcasting. It's like your first time, and it's all over again. So <laughs> butterflies, perfectly normal, except for We're the fact great. that it's not over in thirty seconds. All right, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but for those of you who are curious. Uh, this is what we're doing today. Uh, my name is DJ. We've got our panel on. Griffin is here. Ripper's here. Bubba, Karkin, Steven Zarin, and uh, some others will be joining us here momentarily. We conduct a podcast um, that is available on Google, Amazon, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, all the places, but we record it uh, in our Discord chat. Well, with some recent upgrades to the studio, we have decided that we would not only record it uh, in live format, but we would also stream this for you as well. All right. You would uh, you would be able to to watch the podcast occur. And that way, if at any point, uh, Griffin, there's something that we need to actually show on camera, then boom, we can do that. We can hop on over here and we can actually show something. However, I don't want to violate the integrity of the podcast, Bubba Joe, in which, you know, we're not going to say, ooh, look at this. I, you know, we're going to talk. We're going to have our normal podcast, our normal commercial breaks, our normal everything. Uh, and there will be times where on Twitch, you guys will not be able to hear certain elements because of licensing or broadcast rights or things like that. Um, those, those types of things will happen. The alerts on Twitch are turned off. The channel mice are turned off. Uh, of course, you guys can still follow. We encourage you to do that. You can still sub. You can still do bits. But I would probably um, apologize ahead of time that I'm probably not going to be able to address a lot of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, probably not a lot of hype trains and, and et cetera, et cetera. So what we're going to be doing is, uh, is going to be discussing the podcast, but uh, being able to do so on video so that if the situation does arise, Bubba Joe, that we need to show something, then we can. Um, does that mean that, like, that stupid that news mean? is going to have video? <laughs> no. I mean, oh, just me. On. I mean, we have Next stupid upgrade? news. Next upgrade? I got stupid news, but no, I'm not doing stupid so news video. It, <laughs> is the... Is the thing that people would need to see is you sitting down and being wrong? <laughs> I have a just button. Just want to make sure I understand. I have what an immediate button for that. You, you have are wrong. <laughs> just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. I have buttons. I have buttons for many things. Uh, we're going to be talking today about the, um, when I brought up the STFC screen, it lowered my Twitch audio. Really? Is that a thing? Griffin, did that happen? Doesn't, does it look Not here? No. No. Everything looks okay. Let me hit this button. Oh, you know what? Maybe that is just a tiny little bit off. I wonder why. 
That's interesting. I see that. It's off by just like two or three dB. Why would that be? Let me see. Here, let me see if I can try to fix something here. Oh, crap. Don't do that. See, this is this is what I'm talking about, man. This is going to screw everything up. Are you trying to put logic in that Star Trek Fleet Command causes some other thing that's completely unrelated to it to change in some way? <laughs> yes. That's so inconceivable because STFC is such a quality program. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I, I do see it. I'm sorry. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with that. I do see it. It is probably just two or three uh, DB. But, yeah, I see that. Griffin, make a note. We're going to have to come back and visit that. Um, that'll be an obs transition so we'll find that yeah it's it's got to be something with the with the the thingy uh it's not that yeah it's not that big of a difference it is probably about three or four db i can see it uh just not sure where uh <laughs> not sure where i gotta go for that uh but um we'll we'll find it later that's what we call isolytic audio cascade all right and uh and it's higher the, the bigger the face the louder the voice right uh, <laughs> yeah, isolytic volume buff. So uh, we've got things to do today, Bubba Joe. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, and again, welcome into both of our audiences, wherever you are. We are up to 466 people uh, in our live studio audience today. So that's amazing. Thank you so very much. Ladies and gentlemen, live from all across the world, it is time for your stupid news headlines. It is time for the Talking Trek Stupid News. Stupid News. <laughs> Time for the news. news. Bubba Joe, did you get news, by the way? I sent you news. Did you get it? Do you even have a chance to read it? I, I have it, yes. Oh, okay, I good. Did, I sent you I sent you bad, bad stories today. I was in, it was an attempt to sabotage you. Do you feel like you're gonna be able to come up with something decent there? Yep, that's a no. All right. I have some plans. <laughs> that's a no. Okay, very good. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Oh, the jackpot. The Powerball jackpot. Sorry, this is a United States story. We got this big lottery thing going on. The jackpot continues to rise, folks, after no tickets matched all six numbers Monday night to claim the $1.5 billion prize. The massive jackpot, uh, jackpot now sits at an estimated $1.73 billion dollars baba joe with a one-time cash payout option of 756 million dollars ahead of tonight's drawing winning this kind of money would be significantly life-changing i do believe baba joe because we could actually probably at that point afford groceries all right i'm pretty excited yes if i win the lottery i can buy real meat i'm excited about it all right <laughs> might make the taxes on that uh, well, right here, if you if you do the one point seven, if you win one point seven billion, they're only giving you seven hundred and fifty six million. So they're taking one billion of it away. <laughs> Did that, is that ridiculous? Actually, seriously, you, you don't even get half. They're taking away a billion. Hunter says I'd take the annuity. Oh, no way. No. Give me my money now. Give it to me now. I. I can live on 756 million. Okay. I can, I can do it. I'm fine with 756 million. I'll take my money now. All right. Because if you take the annuity, Bubba Joe, what happens? You know, if you take the annuity and you die next year, you can't, you can't give that to somebody. You can't leave that to somebody. It just stops. So yeah, no, I'll take my money now. And how much do you care about giving somebody when you're dead? 
I would want my kids or somebody to have it. Or my mama. Right? Or you, Bubba Joe. But you don't need it. You're already an up 60. It's fine. Ripper. He needs to be up 60. Up 70 is right around the corner. Yeah, that's right. Up 70. I most certainly do not need to be up 60. <laughs> that's I know. Listen, what if I need to refill my pantry with beefaroni cans? All right. Uh, yes, I'll take. Also, my I already had like I'll take my money level now. Sixty accounts anyway, so I don't need another one. I'll take all the money now. It's fine. Apple watches are on sale during Amazon's Prime October or October Prime days, uh, currently going on right now, which includes the brand new Ultra Two model, Bubba Joe, for the low low price of seven hundred and forty nine dollars. It has so many cool features like banking applications, so you can actually log in and check out your negative balance after you buy one. So there's that. <laughs> I know it's $750. I imagine you could get a lot of watch for $750. Uh, I saw you guys talking about this in the chat a little bit before the show prices for the Disney bundle, including Hulu, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus are set to rise again. October 12th. At this point, Mickey Mouse is pickpocketing you guys so bad you'd think he was living in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> Chicago prices for all the streaming services continue to rise at this point. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to probably start trying to tape up that cord that I cut. Uh, <laughs> just try to see if I can get it, kind of get it back together. Restaurants in the Bay Area, California, are instituting a penalty. <laughs> Griffin, have you heard about this? Because I know you're from out west. They're instituting a, pen a penalty now for brunch vomiters. Mm-hmm. If you scroll down and take a look at some restaurants, you might find a sign that says, Dear all mimosa lovers, please drink responsibly and know your limits. A $50 cleaning fee will automatically be included in your tab when you throw up in our restaurant. You know, listen, let me just tell you something, Bubba Joe. I am very upset about this. They might as well just shred up the so-called Bill of Rights, okay? I will throw up where, where I want to throw up, sir. All right, come on. That's ridiculous. You're going to penalize me for throwing up after I drink too many mimosas. Very upset about it, Bubba Joe. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's see what Bubba Joe's got going on. It's time for Bubba Joe to tell us what's going on in the worldwide world web of sports. What's going on, Bubba Joe? Hey, what do you DJ. got for us today? I got I got a couple of stories here. Mm. Did you know that the National Hockey League regular season just kicked off yesterday? Uh huh. Did you Did you know that? Did you, had you heard about that? Yeah, I read I read about it when I wrote this story for you. <laughs> uh, well, you know they've got a new slogan this year. Yeah. Uh huh. What What are you laughing nothing, at? Nothing. Nothing. Sorry. You broke the fourth wall. It's yeah, I know. This is weird. The, like you're talking and I'm reading the story and people are seeing me read. I normally listen, I, this might not be a good idea, Bubba, because normally sometimes I can hide my reactions to when you're doing things. Like when you're talking That's about something true. and you need to sit down and be wrong and I'm over here rolling my eyeballs at you. And now I can't do that. So I'm Well, I mean okay. you can because I think the crowd would like that. Neutral face. Read your what's going on in sports, Bubba Joe? All right, so the National Hockey League is back, and uh, you know they've got a, they've got a couple of new slogans this year. You know, the first one, the first one I think uh, 
you know, the first one I think is okay, right? You know, their first slogan is, hey, we're not baseball. So, you know, maybe that's going to... Maybe that's going to grab people who don't like three-hour baseball games to come in and watch hockey. Maybe. Possible, yep. um, But but their second their second slogan is uh, is is significantly better, pulling from the Monty Python verse. Their second slogan is "We're not dead yet." <laughs> We're not dead yet. Baseball's still going. All right, buddy. Not Joe. dead yet. What else you got uh, going on over there in sports? Cowboys star Micah Parsons says. He doesn't believe the 49ers are at a higher level than the Cowboys, despite the shellacking they just received, 42 to 10. There are consequences to making outrageous statements like this. Uh Immediately upon hearing this, the NFL tested him for hallucinogenic drugs. (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine that they would need to do so. Yeah, no, not a big deal that we got blown out 42 to 10. We're just fine. Don't worry about it. All right, we're, Bubba we're, Joe. We're, we're just, we're right there. We're right at that level, exactly the same level. Yeah. Not 32 points difference. <laughs> Not 32 points difference. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Bubba Joe with sports. Thank you, sir. What's up? <laughs> I am sweating so much under my armpits right now. Like, it's you not know, even funny. You know what we need to do? You know what we need to do, DJ? What? Uh, we need to get Micah Parsons to, uh, to review uh, Scopely. And the makers of Break the Ice, that board game, Break the Ice. So you yeah, know what I'm talking about? I do. I remember that game. Absolutely. Yeah. So so th- we need to get him to review and compare Scopely and Break the Ice. Because in one of those games, <laughs> uh, you can't uh, you can't uh, upset it. It's very balanced. It's, it's just a very finely balanced game. Doesn't respond well to pressure. If you mm-hmm. jostle it just a little bit, it just completely breaks and and just is so terrible and just turns it upside down. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, of course, break the ice. <laughs> oh, hold on. I got a button for you. There you go, Bubba Joe. Nicely done, sir. Thank you. <laughs> uh, nicely done. Okay. Now, Divine, I have to apologize. Divine says someone needs to send Scopely a world clock. That one was on me, Divine. All right. Oh, I don't even like that. I can't even pick my nose now. I can't even pick my nose, Bubba Joe, without them seeing me. All right. uh, Divine, that's on me. Scopely did not mess that up. That was me. Yesterday, we talked about this last night on Twitch uh, with the APAC and EU uh, Battle Pass uh, or Season Territory Capture, Season Pass, whatever. Those events, that was my fault. I posted that they were going to be at 3 p.m. Eastern. They told me 6 p.m. Pacific. They did correctly launch at 9 p.m. Eastern time, but that was too many time zones for my brain to handle. That's my fault. Okay. (laughs) Super my fault. Yeah, that was my fault. I posted 3 p.m. It should have been 9 p.m. That's on me. Okay. Uh, Scopely actually got that one right. I I messed that one up. The, 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 The good news is, though, is that the message... The content of the message that Scopely did hear and react to the calendar changes uh, and making sure that EU and APAC were able to get in all of their territories into the uh, season capture battle pass event. That was was the point of the message. That was the point of the message that they had done that and that they had uh, made that adjustment so that nobody was going to lose any of that. But yeah, the time zone thing was my fault. I I apologize because of maintenance. What's that? We still lost it because of maintenance. <laughs> oh, are you serious? So we the event, right? Okay. We lost it because most of it was down on maintenance. So how maintenance extended? How long was maintenance this morning? Because Karkin ain't gonna lie, I was up a little bit late last night. 
And then I had my Griffin. What was it we were making last night? I had my my Nyquil soup, and uh, <laughs> Nyquil soup. But that Nyquil plus Advil is soup. Yeah. Apparently, we start we determined that that putting a, an Advil into a cup of Nyquil is actually considered a soup. So uh, I had my Nyquil soup last night and passed right out. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe messaged me today. What time was it, Bubba? You messaged me. You're like, are you even up yet? And I'm like, Ugh, barely. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was no, really I don't, a couple of. I was. I don't know what time APAC. I don't know what time APAC came up, but uh, U.S. There's a uh, an announcement saying that st- at Eastern Time, eight twenty five, it was still ongoing. Mm. So I don't know what time it actually came up. All right, but that's well, like what yeah. five no, and a half hours, three and a half hours past. Yeah, I think everybody's excited today, Bubba Joe. Just everybody wants to talk all over everybody else, and I can't hear anything. I think, <laughs> I think everyone wants to be a Twitch star. I know everybody's like, "Hey, what's going on?" I don't know, just talking. Okay. Um. Anyway, so uh, no, it's it, it, no, it's it's completely fine. I'm glad that we're all excited. Uh, let me just go ahead and point out that we are now north of 500 viewers across both audiences. So, hello, welcome out there, uh, Twitch universe. Appreciate it. Welcome into our very first simulcast ever. Uh, this is a podcast that we normally tape on a video game called Star Trek Fleet Command. Uh, if you've never played it before, then don't. <laughs> uh, just sure, try it out. Um, don't, don't spend money. Anyway, uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, Bubba Joe. Oh, Sir Tail, the record audience is way higher than this. It's like 1,100 or 1,200. Uh, what was mm-hmm. the... Ripper, you were here for that. That was when... Was that Galagate? I think was Galagate was the the record audience of like twelve hundred. I and think something. so. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, it was. Uh, Galagate. It was a spontaneous thing, even I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was very very new. Yeah, Galagate resulted in like twelve hundred and some people uh, coming into the chat. So that was a that was a big one that day. Um, but we do have things to you do know, today. You know what else was special about that podcast? What's that? There was no stupid news. All right, Baba. First of all. <laughs> First I'd of like all, someone to fact check that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want you want to go check that out because I'm pretty sure you're incorrect. Okay, uh, I will I will tell you this is a a little bit challenging uh, in trying to have all of my um, all of my screens. Oh crap! Oh wait, okay. Trying just trying to keep all of my screens separate here, Griffin. This is I ain't gonna lie. It's a little bit tricky. Oh, um, well, you do have four. But they're all being used. <laughs> if I could show you here, you want me to show you right now? Um, oh, wow. So that message that I sent to Echo last night that said, you up, bro? <laughs> what you doing? Uh, last night at 10 o'clock, he just responded to me four minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit late, pal. Uh, anyway. Here's what I was going to try to do. Um, if you guys want to see the chaos that is my screen right now, I'll be happy to show this to you. Um, and and I know we're going to do some Star Trek stuff today, but this is kind of a monumental occasion for for us. Like we've never done anything quite like this, so it's uh, it's a little bit nerve wracking um, just in in trying to get all this stuff done. But uh, let me see if I can. Uh, oh crap! I don't know if this is going to work or not. Uh, I'll show you guys the screens that we've got going. Oh no! See there, the alerts are going to start coming through because I didn't have this one set up. So we've got we've got our voice meter over here, our Discord and our sound pots up there. Uh, we've got Discord and chat going here, our gaming screen here, 
you know what? I said I wasn't going to do this, Bubba Joe. Dang on it. There's my show notes, uh, the Twitch chat, uh, the OBS screen, and so forth. Then we've got our, our stream deck and, and the, the new MIDI mixer we got there, Rip. Got that. Um, so Great anyway. podcast content. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I shouldn't have done that. That was, that was terrible, and I apologize. All right. Uh, I said I wasn't going to do it, Bubba Joe, and then the first thing I did is I turned around and did it. All right. Uh, listen, we've got stuff to talk about today. Uh, last night, Jules Verne stopped by the show. We talked about the Isogen refinery. We are going to talk about that today. Um, the Ferengi whip is extremely, extremely deceptive in what it's offering, Bubba Joe. Uh, and I don't mean so that in a bad way. All right. I'm I am torn because I swore until they fixed forbidden technology. I was not engaging, but this one tempts me. I don't have it yet, but this one tempts me. I'm very, very, uh, I'm very, very about it, Bubba. Should we should we set the record straight here? Sure. On, on this piece of forbidden technology. All right. So, I, so people in the chat and people as soon as it happened were like, you know, some some people, myself included, wanted to say that I was right. Some people correctly pointed out that I was in fact wrong. You had I said it was Just a mistake. Sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> and they came on and said it was a mistake, but I was correct in saying that they weren't going to fix it because it doesn't yeah. actually change anything. It doesn't doesn't upend the apple cart. It doesn't give anyone more latinum than they have the possibility of earning today. Well, so, there is there is a conversation to be had about that. Some people disagree with you, Bubba Joe. Now, I personally, I kind of agree. The refinery is the time gate, right? So you can't get any more Latinum out of it from a PVE perspective. From a PVE perspective, this, you're right. It doesn't really change anything, okay? Um, what some players are actually a little bit concerned with, Bubba Joe, is the fact that they say that it will now imbalance Latinum Rush, their Mining Monday solo leaderboards. Now, I have a little, we talked about this a little bit last night, Griffin. I have a little bit of an issue with that because I feel like Latinum Rush was already a spender's event. Like that leaderboard, Definitely. I feel like that was already a spender's event uh, because if you had multiple fiches, then you had to buy multiple warp locks. And, you know, of course, now I was corrected. Some people say you can do that with the event store, and I get that. But I've always kind of maintained that event store or that, that solo leaderboards of almost any variety are typically pay to win. Mining Monday is not any different for me. So some people were like, well, this imbalances that. Now preloading doesn't work. I got to be honest with you. I am not opposed to that. Okay. I have been on record a long time. Bubba Joe, you and I have fought about that. We have. I was going to say, that's that's not an argument that anyone's going to get anywhere with you. You're like, great. Yeah. Get rid of preloading. Preloading is no longer relevant, all right? So that, I think, is a, is a positive thing for me. But I do feel like Monty Monday was already a spender's event, kind of. But well, that's where people have been arguing with Just the leaderboard. Just the leaderboard. Sure. But the solo milestone can now be done in, in 60 seconds, which is also phenomenal. So isn't this the same conversation yes, we had um, when they changed how Latinum first mined, except that this you have to pay for? Here's the problem with that. When Latinum, when CLAT first came out, everybody was mining it at the, approximately the same rate. So there was only one calculation that needed to be done to balance that with G4 and G5. And what we actually saw, Bubba, is that they didn't. 
balance it super well because instead, Mining Monday or Latinum Rush ended up rewarding G4 and G5 more so than Latinum because of the preloading mechanic. Now, if you take a look at CLAT, uh, the hourly rate of which to mine it, it can mine faster than G5. But the preloading aspect allowed people to start out with, with hundreds of millions of points. This is kind of no longer the situation. So my question is, this fundamentally changes this event. All right. I am not a thousand percent sure that I dislike it. I was a proponent of putting Latinum Rush uh, priority back on Latinum Rush back time and I, uh, back then. And I think they missed the formula on that. But this does remove preloading from the equation. It removes G5 and G4 from the equation for a Latinum mining event. And moreover, Bubba Joe, even though I get it, even though it is a spender's event, all right, it's a spender's forbidden technology, guys, it can only go on one ship. So this actually makes it a quote-unquote grinder's event. All right, that makes this an active event instead of just setting a Nova up in lucrative space for three days prior to the event. I believe that aside from the $50 price tag to entry, this makes it a grinder's participation-based solo leaderboard, and I don't think that I'm opposed to that. So it, it's good that you use the term grinding because I've always felt that that active mining mining is a lot closer to grinding than it is anything else. For sure. Because you are constantly in the game, moving your ship from node to node or resetting a node, sending it back to base, coming back out. Like it is far closer to grinding than it is anything else. And that's what this ship does, right? With its new speed enhancement, right? That's what this whip and ship does in combination. So I don't, you know, I haven't purchased it. I did not. I haven't either. Latinum Monday on my server. Um, so that is uh, that, you know, I'm because I, it was largely because of that. And that's okay. Like, I'm not upset that I didn't win because of that. Um, I think that for G4 and the size of their miners, that preloading is kind of going to go away and it's going to be dominated by this for a little bit, you know, for the, for the top spots. Pre, in G5, preloading is still a thing. Like, it still is if you have the ability to protect your server, protect your nodes up to the full node amount. I mean, I, I can tell you, like, preloading for G5, it kept me in the lead for a very long time. But I kept watching this particular player catch closer and closer and then surpass me and then just leave me in the dust with their, their ability to score. Right. And that's okay. It's a different mechanic. And so I think that that's – I don't have a problem with there being – different strategies to approach an event. And again, as you've said, leaderboards are all about spend and the milestone is still eminently completable. If anything, it's completable almost instantaneously if you invest in this. It is it is a time-saving measure and that's where I kind of I kind of um am a little bit torn on my review or on my uh my perception of this because I have always been a fan of the mantra of paying to skip grind, but not necessarily paywalling things, uh, but paying to skip grind, which I kind of feel like the whip is. Uh, here you go, Griffin. I feel, <laughs> I feel like the whip is a mechanic to pay to save time because now people aren't going to have to mine uh, CLAT with any degree of, of time requirement. Go ahead, Karkin. Is it good right out the gate, or does the uh, Forbidden Tech have to be upgraded? And being an epic, 
how hard is that going to be for the average Joe? So it does need to, I mean, first of all, it's wildly effective out of the gate, but uh, Jules and I even found last night that the perfect spot for it is probably only level 10 tier two. Like, because once you get to tier three, First of all, and isn't it a rare? I'm almost sure it's a rare. Okay. It is, yes, I was um, going to say correction. Yeah, my bad. It is a rare. I, I uh, don't have the web stores, but I didn't that's okay. See it. I just and and yeah, some people aren't going to see it. Uh, it is web only right now. You can still do that from your cellular device, just opening a mobile browser. But it's also 40 plus. So if you're Office 39, you're not going to be able to see it. Uh, it's a 40 plus forbidden tech, which I also disagree with. I think that's silly. Um, it should be available to anybody who's got the fecha, which is 35 plus. But nonetheless, um, the and we're going to talk about the refinery in just a moment, but uh, really truthfully, because of the skills that Forbidden Tech unlock Karkin, um, there's not a lot of improvement in the mining speed beyond Tier 2 because it's focusing on the other skills. Now, those other skills could be important, right? But the mining speed has most of its gain up to level 10, tier two. Now, the second skill that it will unlock is cargo capacity. This is something that Jules Verne was talking about last night in that this is a piece of technology, Bubba Joe, that is clearly designed and incentivized for the Dvorfisha, but has real serious implications for Voyager, for Mantis, for even the Monavine, potentially, because its second skill is a pretty good jump to cargo space. Now, I know, crazy, a lot of people may not use Mantis. All right, scratch that one out. What about Mantis Hostels? Huh? What about equipping that to your G4 ship so that you can increase your cargo capacity by 60 or 80 or 100% and then going and doing your cell-gated stuff, right? How about going and, and equipping it to your tally, right? And then going out and doing some minor hunting on Latinum Mining Monday, all right? Um, Galvanox says the Voyager cargo has piqued my interest. That's the thing, right? Like a 60% boost to Voyager's cargo could be significant. Now, not on the Amalgam, crazy, to be perfectly honest with you. If you're rating with something other than the Amalgam, so be it. But the Amalgam doesn't really use its base cargo, okay? It doesn't really use its base cargo because of the shipability. But anything where you're dealing with limited currency, Bubba Joe, the cargo space of the whip makes it also attractive, even if you don't like the mining. I saw some people yesterday say they don't mind CLAT. They were still going to buy it because of what it could do for their Disco, uh, sorry, not their Disco, their Voyager, and what it could do for their Vidar Tally, the Talios, as far as cargo space. Bubba, this piece of forbidden technology is probably one of the first pieces of technology that actually has me interested at a very early level. And what's that refined thing it gives? We're going to talk about the refinery. We're right now just talking about the skills. The refinery is something totally different. All right. So yummy. It, the refinery makes it even better. So I, I, Bubba, do you want to talk about the refinery or do we want to talk about the skill set first? What, what, what do you feel about the skill set? Do you feel like from a functional and utility perspective, this could be one of the best FTs in the game? Did we lose Bubba? No, Bubba's here. Uh are you just I'm in back. shock? Are you in shock that I'm... Hang I'm, on. I was uh, transferring from the car to my oh, house. Oh, you didn't hear nothing? God, I didn't Bubba. hear nothing. Oh. Losing horns. 
Yeah, where's 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 the where's the bad horn? All right, let me find. <laughs> like I said, I've got new buttons today. I'm very excited about it. All right, um, so so what is the question? <laughs> so just give me your reaction without talking about the refinery, without talking about the refinery, just on the skill set of the Ferengi whip. Tell me how you feel about it. Maybe not hearing my perspective would give you to get us an, an, an uncolored version. How do you feel about the Ferengi whip? So I think that the Ferengi whip is, is doing everything I want a mining forbidden technology to do. Right. And uh, it has the ability to boost the speed, which is the important thing. Um, and I'm pulling it up right now. So it has that it has, um, I'm drawn up. It has, I believe, the ability to increase cargo, yeah. general mining speed. Which, I, um, crazy enough, that's not one that I care about. That's not. That's the third skill uh, that I think kicks in at what tier five, and that's actually not even the one I'm worried about. I, if I was just after CLAT speed, I'd go to level ten, tier two. If I was yep. also after the cargo, I'd probably take it to level twenty, tier four. I gotta be honest with you, folks. That's where it stops for me. All right. Does anybody else see any reason to take this thing beyond tier five? Because I'm not exactly sure that that there's a real need to do that. Uh, let's see. Tier five. Well, in a in in an over aggressive, maybe tier not, five. It's not a negative thing. It's not a negative thing. It's in an over aggressive server, I could see a reason to take it all the way up because you may want that yeah. extra protected cargo. Four hundred percent protective cargo is not nothing. So if you want to protect the latinum that you're bringing home, if you were concerned about that. Now, if you're not, right, because you have an overabundance of latinum, which, let's be real, you are going to have when you get this whip. Yeah. That is something you are going to have, an overabundance of latinum, and you may not care that people are stealing some. But if you do care and you want to protect as much as possible, then I don't see a reason why you – you. there's no – detriment to continue to upgrade this because you're going to continue to get benefit now do i is this a priority to max no by no means is this a priority max but i think this is one of the few rares uh that they've introduced that are actually useful to get and invest some of your resources into it's not the highest of the rares no but it is on the list in looking at the uh, the in-game tool for how this thing uh, scales up. Somebody had mentioned in the chat maybe level 20, tier 4. I might even go so far as to say level 25, tier 5 out of 9. That gets you the maximum speed that's available for, for uh, Latinum mining. It doesn't go any higher than 48,000%, but it also gets you a pretty nice high boost to your overall cargo capacity at 125%, where that FT maxes at 150. I kind of got to be honest with you. I feel like level 25, tier 5, is a really, really good spot right there for the Ferengi Energy Whip in utility of the first two skills. And I really, really, really like that. Now, I do find it funny. I looked in the chat and saw that Somebody was like, oh, that's great. The best uh, forbidden technology was actually a mistake. Well, that's true. <laughs> the best piece of technology, uh, the best rare technology that they released this month anyway, absolutely was a mistake. But the fact that they kept it is a very good thing. So you've got the utility pieces. Now, let's talk about the refinery here, Bubba Joe. And Jules was here last night to talk about this refinery. This refinery is also... <clears throat> 
it, it pains me. It brings me so much great pain to talk about forbidden technology in a positive light, Bubba Joe. But this refinery is also really good. Not perfect, by the way. It, I, I, it has some conditions. Yeah, it's not perfect. There's one thing, additionally, I feel like they should have done yesterday uh, or with this launch with this particular refinery. To be honest with you, Bubba Joe, there needs to be tear-up catalysts in it, okay? The, the, the one thing that we need, it needed to have tear-up catalysts in it. However, however, this particular refinery also not bad, also significantly providing resources and acquisition for not only uh, leveling up your forbidden technology, but unlocking other ones. Bubba, uh, this, and, and I'm going to throw this chart into the graphics room on our Discord for our podcast. So, uh, oops, wrong button there. Uh, I'll I throw need this to ask into, a question of people that yeah, have yeah. not purchased a lot of forbidden technology. Sure. So, the other thing that they did this month, which is why this forbidden technology, I think, might have some use in addition to the use that it has for mining latinum. So for those people that did not purchase any of the month one uh, rare forbidden technologies, those were all already in the store, correct? The epics are the ones that were not there before that they got added this month. But the rares were all there. Or was there one that was pay only that is not in the refinery? No, there, there were still there were still a couple of rares that I believe were not available. I, actually, I think I think there still are. Aren't there still well, a couple there, of rares? There were that are ones not? that came out the next month. There were the the mining ones that came out the following month. But I was curious if they added anything on the rare side because I know adding the epics is new this month. So um, but they were the initial month launch. The Borg nanoplating and the three mining ones and the Borg alcove. They've always been there. And the, the mining ones have not always been there. Seriously? They weren't? No. Okay. No. So the the um, Borg alcove and the nanoplating were there. Also, as far as the three epics, you've got the three PvP ones for the three factions. Those have always been up as well. So if that's the case, and I'm looking in my refinery right now, if that's the case, then the three rare mining ones were the ones that were added uh this month then bubba joe okay so then yes yeah, so then it's uh the the epic ones and those rare ones which is again sourcing for those is good now uh i'm hearing that it may have a you may need to have a you're building at a certain level there might be some combinations there but i think that this whip as a source to getting some of these forbidden technologies i think that i mean again the whip is not free to play yet but i think that this is something that i would prioritize getting in a free-to-play fashion, whenever it becomes for available sure. free-to-play, maybe in an event store or something like that. For sure. Because of its utility in unlocking other for forbidden technology. In mm -hmm. addition, of course, to the primary use, which is what we've been talking about, being increased latinum mining speed and getting you more latinum. Yeah, absolutely. How long was it from the refit that was only web store only, the 20% crit damage one, until it became available? Uh, a week days uh this should be in the store before the end of this month uh for everybody the uh apple and and google stores and amazon stores everywhere it should be everywhere but again i do remind you if you want oh, i mean it, until it was grindable in that oh that one event <sighs> months <laughs> months and months uh that was espionage yeah. that it came out now i will tell you as as likely or unlikely as it may seem i have already started working on a plan to pitch them on a on a path of sourcing this because of its wild utility because i believe bubba joe if they don't source it 
then you literally can never use concentrated latinum mining as a scoring metric ever again. You know, not at least not in any kind of competitive leaderboard or alliance leaderboard or, or this or that. So I, I do kind of feel like there's a little bit of pressure on them to get this one out a little bit sooner. Um, but only because of the design space it puts them in. You can't design an event. I, I guess you can design an event based on whether or not you have the forbidden technology equipped. That's possible. But concentrated latinum as a scoring mechanic is now exponentially different whether you have it or don't have it. And those scoring metrics are not usually able to be separated. So you have effectively removed this as a scoring mechanic for literally any future event unless you design it to be a spender's event. Um, that being said, I have worked and, with them. Uh, I've talked again, with them a little bit about trying to source this a little bit sooner. Don't know yet what's going to happen with that. Go ahead, Bubba. But again, it's a leaderboard, right? And leaderboards, I mean, with the exception of the exclusive non-level dependent grinders leaderboards, they're, they're, they're all spenders events, right? Mm -hmm. And how many leaderboards for mining have we had that, you know, that outside of a, a Latinum Monday, right? There are not that many. They don't run them at often mostly because the players don't like them and that's fine yeah. like i enjoy it doesn't matter the point is is that people typically don't like that and so they're not going to engage in it like so they're not going to run them very often so i don't think this is a problem i think that this being a mechanic that you know stays associated with mondays right and allows you to either complete this quickly or you know you're not going to be able to do the um you're not going to be able to compete on the leaderboard until you have the ability to get this whip. And I think that that's acceptable. And again, remember, like if you have numbers, like you're going to be able to still score well. Like if you have multiple fiches, like this can only go on one. It doesn't affect all the others that you have. Now, granted, it's a sizable increase. They are going to be able to do more with this one ship than you are going to be able to do with multiples, but you're going to be able to do different things with multiples than they are going to be able to do with one ship because they're losing a lot of warp time. Right. That's so. true. I mean, there, there is it is going to modify the strategy a little bit. Now, yes. I do see in the chat that people are anxious to talk about this, uh, this new refinery that unlocks with the Ferengi whip. So I've got that. Uh, again, I put it in the graphics room and uh, and it's it's up here uh, for those of you in that audience. But it is in the graphics room for our podcast audience. This is what uh, Blue and Jules have been able to put together here so far. Now, what we know about this refinery is that it is a singular role, all right? And what you'll see in here right now are rare, epic, and uncommon fragments. That's what you start out with. Rare, epic, and uncommon forbidden technology fragments. What happens is that the protomatter and the bells, they will not show up in this refinery until all of the uncommons are acquired. So, for example, if you look at your forbidden technology list, uh, you're going to want to be using, if you get the whip, you're going to want to use these uncommon forbidden fragments to go through and finish unlocking the uncommon forbidden technologies. Once you do that, once they're all unlocked, the uncommons are going to disappear from the Ferengi whip refinery, and it's going to be replaced by protomatter and bells. All right. Now, I do want to point out, uh, Dragon Keeper says, well, what are the fragments for? These are actually for unlocking other pieces of forbidden tech 
as you get the appropriate Court of Q building. So if we look in the Forbidden Tech Refinery, we can see over here, and I'm not there yet, um, at Court of Q level 25, I could start working on Borg nanoplating, for example, or I could start working on the Borg alcove, for example, or the Malon extractor, some of these mining ones that you guys wanted, okay? So when you uh, get the appropriate Court of Q building, then you start amassing those shards so that you could come in and actually unlock other pieces of forbidden technology. Once you have all of the uncommons unlocked, then the uncommons are removed and the protomatter and the bells are replaced within it. And we don't yet know exactly what the odds are, Bubba Joe, but some of these payouts are actually pretty significant, to be honest with you. We're talking a minimum roll, and, and this, by the way, is based on tier of the whip, all right? So even uh, if you look at tier one of the whip on the chart that's in the graphics room, uh, the smallest protomatter roll you could get is 27,000 protomatter. That's not terrible, okay? It's a nice injection, but you could also get a roll of bells, 81 bells, which is basically an extra day, all right? Or you can come in and get rare or epic fragments. All right. You are only going to get one a day. And crazy enough, it costs concentrated latinum to do this. So you're going to have more of that latinum because of the whip. All right. Now, a Fox says another RNG refinery, and I don't necessarily disagree with you. However, there's nothing in this refinery that's actually bad. Okay. DJs, I have two days worth of the refinery under my belt, and I will tell you, one day I got 330 bells, which normally you get 80 today, so I'm super happy about that. And on the second day this morning, I got 55,800 protomatter. I mean, come on, you get 120 per trial at my level. So yeah, I, mean, I, I see this. Zeron says I got 100,000 protomatter on my first pull. I mean, that's significant, guys. And you got to think, why is the protomatter important? Now, first of all, I still believe that tear up catalysts are important. Don't get me wrong on that. Okay, I still believe the tear up catalysts are important and and they're needed to progress. But this whip is going to give you more. Bubba, it's almost though as though they put the acquisition of all the forbidden technology behind this one FT. And, and the reason that I'm a little bit fussy about it still is that it's paid well, entry. It's paid entry. So I... I, I agree that this is an important cog. I don't agree that it is the most important of them for progressing your forbidden technology. What do you think is better than this whip when it comes to progression of FT? The Q's trial forbidden technologies and not for the bonuses they provide. The bonuses they provide are... You're eh, talking about whatever. the challenge ladders? I'm talking about the forbidden technology that uh, give bonuses exclusively to Q's trials. Ew. <laughs> Wait, first of all, there is one of those. And second of all, ew. There are all three right. of them. Ew. One for each type of ship. So that must be, uh, what, are they, are they epic? The hole piercer? They are rare. They're, they're rares. They look like a torpedo and uh, a little spheroid. And uh, I can't remember the other one. The dual photon warheads? Yeah, here they sure, are. Sure, sure. Okay. So now ask me. Now the question you need to ask me, as opposed to shouting me down and saying I'm wrong in the chat, <laughs> the question you need to ask me is why are they important? 
I am going to ask why they're important. Because let me give you my opinion. My, my, just my first glance opinion on this is mitigation, whole health. Okay, fine, but we've got a lot of that. Uh, and now you're already up to the third skill, which is piercing. None of these so you are. Need to look. None you of these need to are look in the chat. None of these are boosting uh, the amount of proto matter or catalysts that you can get. Correct. But when you acquire them, they open up in the refinery that you can claim uh, tear up catalysts every day. You can boost your tear up catalyst acquisition. Now, it does cost the same thing that the normal refinery does, but it has a better return in terms of what you get versus what you spend. And you get a simp an extra refinery for each one of those. I get that you have to spend the same daily material, the same mm. limited daily material you get, but it is better to spend it here than it is on the generic refinery. Now, I do want to point out again what Bubba is talking about uh, is the chart that Jules has provided to us, which is these extra bundles for tear-up catalysts. So it does actually now, in hindsight, Bubba, make sense why they didn't Well, that'll help with upgrades, but how is that with sourcing? Well, exactly. So, so no, it, no. DJ was saying that they tied everything to tearing to, up. Well, sourcing. I he said they I put did, the sourcing I, behind. I, I probably meant to say acquisition, Bubba Joe, but I might have misspoke. But you, did. you are right. They they are, and, and see, that makes it just a little bit uglier to me. Just a tiny bit uglier because acquisition is tied behind the $50 whip. And then extra tear-up catalysts are tied behind the three $50 Q's uh, trials. And then you've got to come back to the whip to get the extra proto matter that you need to level them. So it's not like a singular investment of $50 takes care of this loop for you. Well, I'm expecting now, again, I, I hate, I hate putting an expectation on Scopely because I will just be disappointed. But the fact that they added the mining ones, which were exclusively pay only to the, to the store to be able to be gained naturally with whatever rare tokens you had, they added those to the refinery this month. I'm hoping that they'll add the Q's trial ones to the store either next month or the month after, because that would be about the pace from the time that they were introduced until they are added to this refinery. And if they do that, then really all you're talking about is either the whip or getting those tokens from the Q's trials themselves. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, so the whip you still think has better utility than the Q's trial technologies. Well, but, well for me, yeah, but I then want you the tear-up catalyst. The, yeah, the tear-up catalyst. I need the tear-up catalyst. But I'm also a spender. If I want something, I will go buy it as far as acquisition. So that's I mean, yeah. it's not the same thing. But the tear-up catalysts, as you've pointed out and continue to be correct about, are the limiting factor in trying to upgrade any of these, right? And now that we've got the percentages fixed, which is another thing we can talk about, which is one of the very good things that they did this month, mm -hmm. um, the tear-up catalysts become vitally important. And that's why I think that these, these three forbid technology are going to be something that people are going to want to get whenever they have the natural capability to get them. I'm not saying go and spend money. I'm not saying that you have to become a spender if you're free to play. I'm saying that when you have an opportunity to acquire them, these are a priority over, say, the mining one or some of the epic ones, because they are going to fuel everything you're going to be able to do in forbidden technology moving forward. Now, I, I do want to address this in the chat. And guys, 
How could we have known? You guys backed me up in this month, okay? Y'all backed me up when we were talking about Neelix. Now everybody's giving me grief, Bubba Joe. That was one of the ones they were going to give us for free. DJ told him not to give it to us. He told him to give us that burning officer instead. Listen, uh, people, y'all backed me up on that. All right. <laughs> y'all backed me up on that. Don't be burning me at the stake now. That being said, that pivot may, uh, Bubba Joe, be exactly what we're looking at here with some of the things that have gotten adjusted this month with regards to other pieces of sourcing. So I'm hoping you're right. I'm going to try to have this conversation and just see what we could look at as far as things moving forward when it comes to what some of this stuff is going to look like with the sourcing. Now, Dave says in the chat, how does this lower my screen time? Well, I mean, it does, right? Because you're not going to spend time mining CLAT anymore. Like, Griffin, you mentioned the other day you went out. You did spend about an hour or two doing it, but now you're done for, like, a year, right? I have 70 million C I'm done for 192 days. I did the math. Yeah, 192 days. And and by the way, Mimi, I know that there were a few naysayers, all right? I'm just saying we couldn't have known. I made a call. It was a judgment call. My apologies. I'll work on making it up to you, all right? <laughs> Majority ruled back then, okay? Everybody said Neelix was more important, but I will try to make it up for you. Again, this is kind of a situation, Bubba, where, God, if Scopely would just communicate a little bit, you know, what their plan is. Remember when I talked to you guys about the Voyager loop and how I felt like once we had seen everything, even with the artifacts, like I felt like with the artifact fragments, you know, like the, the leftover pieces, the surplus, I felt like that was a really good thing. All right. I felt like the design was great once we got to see everything. I wonder if, first of all, by the way, this was not planned. Okay, this, these improvements to forbidden technology were not planned. They are reactionary. However, they are kind of moving in the direction that might, Bubba, and I can't believe I'm saying this, where's my puke button, that might actually make forbidden technology slightly palatable moving forward. But I argue it's still behind a paywall. All right, and, and, it, and you cannot get a passing grade on forbidden technology until it's improved for everybody involved. Now, that being said, Bubba's going to talk about the math of the upgrade chances, Q's favor and Q's benevolence. Those are very, very good things. Those were significant, solid improvements this month. I do not disagree. Um, however, sorry, I'm having a, I'm having a moment. Uh, however, do you need to hydrate? Uh, no, stop. I, I am curious. Was there a client update today? Cause none of my forbidden technology is actually working at the moment. I was mean, there, there was maintenance. Was there a client update? Uh, cause if, if I'm working, what's wrong? Uh, I have an error message on my screen and I can't get into it. Oh, you guys are saying it's broken. Okay. So apparently oh, no, that, that no, 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 that, that happened to Lube the other day as well. It requires a client restart. I don't know why it breaks. It's not new. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, it I'll do that. Sometimes, I was trying to go in and, and look so I could get you guys a screenshot of some of the new stuff we've been talking about with uh, Q's benevolence and Q's favor. Those are good things. Again, I don't think that they've addressed one of my original complaints, Bubba Joe, which is tear up catalyst at least not for the general population, because you've got those three rares, 
right? You got those three rare forbidden technologies that will source extra FTs, but you got to pay for them. So I still don't know that they have done enough in my mind for the general public when it comes to forbidden technology to make this a viable piece of content moving forward. When did forbidden technology come out? Isn't it already three or four months old? Pretty sure it's already three, four months old, maybe a little bit older. This is something that forbidden technology, the tear up catalyst and, and all that stuff that should be available to everybody. If you want it to be a viable general population mechanic, forbidden technology for me, even though they're trying to dangle that carrot, Bubba Joe is still a fail on the grand scheme of mechanical gameplay because they've paywalled all of the fixes. All right. And I'm not a fan of that. I, I don't disagree with anything you've said, DJ. I mean, I totally understand that's where you're coming from. And I think you're right. I think that they needed to make fundamental changes like the changes they made to the percentages this month to the way that people can interact with forbidden technology. But I'm also not going to say that the changes that they've made are, made are bad. They're not. Because they're not. They're not. Right. They're just not accessible. And that's they're, a problem. Exactly. It is a problem. They, like completely they a problem. created a problem. Now they're trying to sell the solution instead of just rolling out the solution. Uh, which, you know, is not wildly unfamiliar when you take a look at PvP right now. So uh, I, I just, I feel like they are putting in time and effort. They're putting in time and effort to fixing what was pretty much a terrible feature deployment. And I'm glad to see that. But come on now, let's, you know, let's make it available to the players who don't want to swipe a credit card. Because this is a very big piece of your game. And I know it's providing buffs. I know it's doing all that stuff. But I mean, come on, let's get it out there. You know, I, I don't feel like that is, it, like you say, Bob, it's, it's not enough. That being said, the Ferengi whip, uh, I saw your comment a little bit ago, IJ. I saw IJ is accusing me of shilling up in here. IJ, by the way, is like the only person allowed to do that. Uh, Bubba Joe, he says, he says, yo, Bubba, DJs, we need to sell some whips. Okay, we need to go sell some whips. Can you do it for us? Heck yeah. Uh, let's, <laughs> but no, I mean, really truthfully, if, uh, and, and we talked about this last night. Griffin, you already bought it. Uh, Jules isn't here. He gave it a ringing endorsement last night. I admit that it's good. I haven't bought it yet because I'm still, <laughs> I'm still with you guys when it comes to the free to play piece of this. And, and I kind of feel like I want to stay with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of want to say, yes, I acknowledge that this is good. I acknowledge that this helps correct some of the problems, but until it's available for everybody, I don't know that that I am ready to engage. Bubba, does that make sense? Like I'm not I'm not trying to fall on a sword or, or be a be a martyr or anything. It's just like, listen, I agree that it's good. It's almost like Tau. I refuse to pay for Tau on principle. I think I'm leaning towards not buying this whip because I believe the whip should be available for free. Or at least grindable with a certain amount of time investment. You know, if, if they launched a path on the whip that took six months, I think I would be satisfied with that. I don't know. Bubba, how long do you think that the whip should be before it's available to everybody? Well, so I don't think it, again, 
I'm hoping that what they've done this month starts a pattern of how they are going to release forbidden technology. Hey, we're going to sell it to you. And four to six months later, we're going to, uh, we're going to make it, put it into this refinery so that your tokens can be used on this sort of thing. I hope that's what they're going to do and that they keep up with this. And if that's the case, and I'm not terribly upset about that, right? It's a longer lead time. The people that want to be able to prioritize one or two or the, they go, oh man, that rare forbidden technology, I'll start earning the tokens so that I can redeem them when it gets to that point. Mm-hmm. I hope that they stay up on it as opposed to other things that they typically kind of forget about. Yeah, We as community can kind of continue mm-hmm. to encourage them, say, hey, don't forget about this thing. Hopefully you have a plan to keeping it updated. Um, and, but I think that, I think that if they were to do that, if, you know, four to six months after the thing comes out paid only, I think that that's an acceptable lead time. I think that's an acceptable amount of time to say, Hey, you can earn it in game in a few months, which is kind of the same timeline for ships that come out and that sort of thing. Right. I'm not terribly upset about that. And I, I know there are going to be players that know I want it now, or I want it, you know, I, I'm not. I'm again. I have a button for I that. I haven't decided. I have a button for it. Where is it? Oh man. Oh man. Where is it? There it is. Can't find the I button. Want it all. <laughs> I, want it all. I found it. All right. So many new buttons. Uh, like I said, they're not. They're not all super organized yet. All right. But there you go. So uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not terribly upset if it becomes free to play eventually, whether it's through an event store or gets added to the refinery. But I think it is an important cog in the forbidden technology loop and needs to be made available even if it's not made available right away. Agreed. Yeah, definitely it definitely does. Even for event balance, right? Even for event balance uh so that you don't forever eliminate CLAT from your scoring mechanics, uh etc cetera, etc cetera. It, it does need to be available. All right, uh that is the Ferengi whip. Listen, on the other side of the break, we've got other stuff that I want to talk about. Uh on the other side of the break, we also are going to discuss the new Isogen refinery. Crazy enough, it's not all sunshine and roses. There are uh, one or two drawbacks to this new Isogen refinery. We're going to talk a little bit about it on the other side of the break. Jules helped us break it down last night. Jules and Blue uh, did a lot of math on us. They are both very, very uh, praising of this new Isogen refinery. However, some players like uh, Canine Tooth have come out and said, listen, we still have a little bit of problem. Plus, uh, we are going to talk about Scopely's reaction to the APAC and European uh, territory takeover season battle pass events, which there's not a lot to say. They actually did something good, Baba Joe, uh, with response to reiteration and making sure APAC and EU didn't, didn't get screwed up. So we've got that. Uh, also, I'm hoping to have special guest digital content director Beck Likes Plants here on the stage with us to talk to us about a brand new legacy reel that is being released in just a couple of days. It comes up later this week. We're going to talk about that. And Bubba Joe has the breakdown on all of the new territory research. Not that anybody really can do a whole lot with it yet. However, what is the priority? As you're starting to look and look at the particles that you're going to earn where and when should you be prioritizing your new chronometric particles in this new territory research? We're going to talk about all of that and more coming up on the other side of our break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return right after a word from our sponsors. Hang on. 
Yo, what's up, Commanders? Great news about PvPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PvP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new, unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Mr. Not-So-Good Bar, the imitation chocolate candy bars with peanut-shaped bits of balsa wood. Come on down to the exotic Emotional Support Animal Warehouse for this week's amazing deals. The Emotional Support Gator. Two-for-one gators, three-for-one snakes, ten-for-one rats. If you've got emotions, we've got a creepy, probably illegal, animal for you. Is your child having trouble adjusting in today's wacko world? Our critters come in all shapes and sizes. Hi, I'm looking for something on the smaller side my seven-year-old can snuggle with at night. Check out Tarantulas. I'll not. Ooh, he's nice and fuzzy. Don't waste your time with those boring domesticated animals. <laughs> Get on down to the exotic emotional support animal warehouse and grab your health by the horns. Mommy, can we please order an emotional support rhino? Kevin, he was not our best. Now he's gone, oh what a mess. Matt Gates ain't playing, he's for real. Know who's crying? Sleepy Joe. Just lost his favorite rhino, he can't believe it, folks. The house sent McCarthy to the streets. The house sent McCarthy to the, the house sent McCarthy to the streets. The house. Sent McCarthy to the, the house. Sent McCarthy to the streets, the house. Sent McCarthy to the... This Prime Day, learn to act like your favorite stars with the Celebrity Fake Apology Kit. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. Don't think you can sound as sincere as Ashton Kutcher? Our top AI bots will create a personalized message that fits your apology needs. I'm so sorry that I cheated, honey. I don't know where my mind's been lately. Our kit also comes with the phony Fallon camera package, a perfect addition for if and when you ever decide to publicly apologize. And don't forget to go heavy on the waterworks with the Drew Barrymore teardrops. I deeply apologize to writers. I deeply apologize to unions. I deeply apologize. Of course you do, Drew. And you can too, with the Celebrity Fake Apology Kit. On sale this Prime Day. The 
This one is for the boys with the booming system. Top down AC with the coolest system. When he come up in the club, he be blazing up. Got stacks on deck like he's saving up. And he's ill, he's real, he might got a deal. He pop bottles and he got the right kind of bill. He cold, he dope, he might sell coke. He's always in the air, but he never fly coach. He's a mother, mother, trip, trip, sailor of the ship, ship. When he make a drip, trip, kiss him on the lip, lip. That's the kind of dude I was looking for. And yes, you get slapped if you're looking whole. I mean, excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. I mean, my, 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 you like pelican fly. I mean, you're so shy, I'm loving your tie. You're like slicker than the guy with a thing in his eye, oh. Yes, I did, yes, I did. Somebody please tell him who the F I is. I am Rebecca Plants, I'm acting dudes up, back coops up then. What? Can't you hear that boom ba boom boom ba dum bass? That boom ba dum boom boom ba dum boom bass got that super bass boom ba dum ba dum ba dum boom boom ba dum ba dum ba dum. That boom ba dum boom boom ba dum boom bass. Oh. Gentlemen, I approve. What is that? Oh my god! Beck likes plants wrapped. Uh, I am super jazzed about that. I did not know Beck could rap. Somebody sent this to me. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I thought it was fantastic, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, listen, Nicki Minaj is not necessarily my favorite musical, you know, artist or whatever, but I love Beck. I love Beck. That was amazing, Bubba. I was really, uh, I was really uh, thrilled with that when I got to see it. Yes, that was Beck. That was Beck. All right. Yes. Did you not hear the line when she said, my name is Rebecca Plants? <laughs> yeah, Galvanox says, exceeded my Beck expectations. Uh, I thought it was pretty awesome. No, I got permission. I got permission to play it uh, because somebody actually sent it to me, Bubba, and I sent it to her. I'm like, when did this happen? <laughs> because it had been a little while. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks, I think. So uh, she said, listen, you're not supposed to have it. You're not supposed to have it. I'm like, well, I do kind of play it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, not, not, uh, not the, the, the best original song, but the fact that Beck did it was amazing you guys are wanting it now uh they bubba they want me to play it again now all right uh yeah roddick says i like it 378 percent more knowing that beck did it <laughs> oh come on sandra sanders like i don't like Nicki minaj either all right yeah i thought it, i thought it was all right i thought it was uh fantastic i like it I we it was uh, good yeah it was really good we actually played one of beck's tracks last night on twitch uh, I don't remember which one it was. What was the one that we played last night? Oh, I can't, I can't remember. Oh, Zandy says, play it again without interrupting. I'm sorry. I'm feeling good last night. Yeah, we did. I'm feeling good last night, which was also a banger. So good. Uh, so <laughs> Will says, not as good as Trader's Faith of the Heart. Oh, uh, we've got that. Um, we do also have Beck's version of Faith of the Plants. So we we could play that uh, a little bit a little bit more uh, later on. All right. Uh, listen. Speaking of, I don't know if she's actually going to make it. I did invite Beck to the stage. Uh, I don't see her on yet, so that may not be happening just yet. She did say she was going to try to come by, so uh, she's going to talk to us a little bit about the legacy reel that uh, we got the advertisement for. Which I kind of uh, I kind of listen. You guys, I saw in the chat 
during uh, the commercial break that you guys were not excited about the legacy reel. Am I just kind of a nerd about that? Because I actually kind of am. I mean, have you not ever seen these things, Bubba Joe? Actually, when I told Bubba Joe about it earlier, he was like, what's a legacy reel? I said, it's one of those things where, like, it tells you some of your achievements throughout the, throughout the, wait, Rev, you don't like it? I think it's going to be cool to see. All right. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool to see. Like, it's going to show, like, how many players you killed or, you know, how many resources you mined or how many war dodds cracked your base or, or, you know, <laughs> or, uh, hold on, got to find, got to find my, my button. Oh, found it. Uh, I don't know how much money you've spent. <laughs> I'm kidding. That would be insane. They better not put that in there. Uh, <laughs> please don't put that in there. All right. Um, but I, I do think it's kind of cool. Now I know that you guys are like, uh, you know, it's silly. It's, but here's the thing. This is a piece of social media content who you think worked on it. All right. I, I just think that most of what she does is, is pretty cool. Do you guys see the video? Do you guys see the video about uh, the video she made about the, the Paramount Theater? All right. I thought that was a great video, Bubba. Did you get to watch that? Where did Bubba go? I was taking it was amazing. A bite and I saw location sandwich. piece. It was really good. I, I saw signing. it as well. I, it up. I, I was very excited. I was bummed that I did not win that prize. Yeah, they did do the drawing the other day. I asked Echo if he wanted to come on and talk about it, but unfortunately, I didn't recognize uh, I didn't recognize any of the um, of the names on that list, which is disappointing. Now they could be they they're in game names, right? So they could be other players. They could be people you know that we do know, but I didn't recognize any of the in game names. So uh, Galvanox said I did recognize one. Oh, Kenny says one's in your alliance. Well, that's cool, Kenny. Aren't you on a European server? I thought, uh, I thought, uh, I thought it was U.S. only. Oh, you're on U.S. 57. Okay. Uh, Moby One Canober says, what's a legacy reel? It's like, it's like your Facebook memories or your OneDrive memories, right? Like it'll, it'll tell you what their, you know, what your accomplishments were, what your achievements were. It's going to be like a little 60 second or a 90 second video about your account. I mean, I, I, I think it's nifty i mean it is neat it has nothing to do with game all right it's just uh it's nifty all right i want to see i want to see I, if there's some cool animation that goes with it or something like that i am feeling very mad about that <laughs> a lot of people are actually blue mandalorian is rev deuce is uh a lot of people in the chat like i don't know i, don't know. I kind of think it's kind of kind of cute I mean, just me myself but i feel the same way about when i see that on facebook or any other thing that tries to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, Bubba. Someone reposts it. I'm like, why Why aren't we Facebook friends, Bubba? Because then we would get a reminder on our friend anniversary, and it would tell us all the cool things we got to do together during our time as friends. Bubba? How old do you think I am that I'm on Facebook? Facebook's the devil. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, okay, <laughs> I'm on Facebook. <clears throat> Uh, you're also on MySpace, I believe. It's not even out anymore. I'm looking for the buttons. <laughs> I'm looking for the buttons that I want to press right now, and I can't find any of the buttons. Oh. All right, that's fine. That's the only one I could actually find. No, uh, so uh, <laughs> seriously, though, like, I, I, I mean, this could be really cool, and I will like it, but I don't really, like, 
I don't know. I, and I and for the people that are like, oh, the, I saw in chat someone say, well, you know, who cares about the cost of cup holders if the car doesn't run? Come like, on, shorts. It's a completely. It is a completely different group of people working on this versus that. And I think that, you know, if this is something that some people are going to enjoy, I don't see a reason not to do something like this. It's a social media type of thing. It's a it's something that I think that people are going to some people are going to enjoy. I'm just not one of those people. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Listen, it could it could uh, disappoint me, but I am looking forward to seeing it. They All should right. absolutely put how much you've spent on your account, though, because that no. would definitely get me to quit. <laughs> no, I do not want to see that because I want to share it with you guys and I don't want to vomit. All right. <laughs> so I don't want to I don't want to do it. Uh, yeah, Captain Q says, yeah, me too. Galvanox says, if I see a comma, I quit. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Will said, why did Beck stop being a community manager? I mean, she got, she got promoted, man. She, uh, she had an opportunity to move into what she always wanted to do in the first place, which was, you know, make videos and do production and, you know, do interviews and things like that. That's what she wanted to do. So uh, digital content director, I think, suits her very, very well. And uh, I think it's an awesome opportunity and a role uh, for her to be experiencing there. So this is the kind of stuff that uh, she's going to have the opportunity to do. Uh, that was the stuff that we've got worked out with uh, Paramount, the Paramount Theater and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. No, Daverick, I don't want to be reminded about how much I spent on the Mayflower. You guys are killing me. Uh, real quick, <laughs> I do want to uh, just real quick before we get into our next segment, want to thank everybody for hanging out. I didn't do 1,500, Mosher. It was only 1,000. Okay? You don't need to make it worse than it already is, my friend. All right. Uh, that being said, this is our first ever simulcast uh, where we are taping live, not only uh, in the Discord, for our podcast audience on iTunes, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, and all the rest, Bubba Joe, but also uh, simulcasting on Twitch for a live studio audience. Now, I have to tell you, um, the podcast will remain our primary uh, form of content when it comes to this recording. There will not be a VOD available from the Twitch cast. This is a live stream only kind of thing where you'll get to come in and actually watch uh, some of what we're doing with the podcast. Really, it's not that interesting. All right, it's mostly my face and the fact that there's pizza rolls stuck in my teeth. Um, but we're hoping that it does kind of help out a little bit uh, with some of the metrics on Twitch and uh, invites you guys in and will provide an opportunity for us to be able to uh, to inconspicuously show off a graphic or something like that if we need to when we're talking about stuff. Now, for certainly who says, I don't like Twitch, well, then great news. You've got uh, the same podcast forum that you've always had right here in the studio and then, of course, on iTunes uh, a little bit later. Uh, but even with uh, the Twitch, we are focusing on producing the podcast. So the alerts are off and the sound alerts are off and, and things like that. So this is going to allow us to just make our product, Bubba, available to a broader audience, which, uh, which we, uh, yeah, the, certainly says the things I don't like are off. Well, then you might actually enjoy the video feed, certainly, 
<laughs> you might actually enjoy the video feed because there's no weird sound effects except for the ones that I pressed. That's what I hear when Bubba Joe talks. Uh, <laughs> it the shows. <laughs> yeah, see, those are the only buttons you got to hear are the buttons that I press. Um, but nonetheless, uh, thank you to both audiences. Bubba Joe, what I was mentioning when uh, I started talking about that is that at this moment, right here and now, there are 500 and 81 viewers uh, across both of our stages right now, which is mind-blowing. I'm sure that some of you guys are duplicates. Some of you guys might be watching Twitch and listening in Discord or, or something of that nature, but uh, if you are, that's crazy, and that's awesome, and thank you for the support. Uh, but 500 and now 84 simultaneous live streams uh, right now, Bubba Joe, which wow. is... <laughs> I mean, that's that's crazy insane. So thank you guys so very, very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, Kenny, you know, I could go live in Discord as well and share the video, but that we talked about this a little bit last night. And not that I'm going to try to get into a, a business thing or whatever, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, Discord doesn't do anything for metrics. Like there's none. That was the only reason we did this was just to try to make it more available for other people. And, and maybe the metrics could be, could be a, a good thing. So, uh, no, we're not putting it on YouTube. We're not publishing the VOD, the podcast still, I want it to be the primary, uh, purpose or the primary, uh, distribution point for this variety of show. But uh, it does uh, basically make it a video podcast. And I've been told, even by Rev and by Echo and Beck herself, queen of all media, uh, who says that, listen, you know, just being on Twitch might uh, bring in other audience and things like that for the podcast. So that's what we're going to um, we're going to try and see if it works, Bubba Joe. So far, it looks like it's working OK. And I haven't broken anything yet, which is amazing. All right. <laughs> I've seen five first time ch ch chatters on Twitch, which is great. What's that? What? What? We've had five first-time chatters on Twitch today. Oh, nice. Okay, that's good. So, uh, yeah, the, there is a little bit of a delay on Twitch as well. But uh, but nonetheless, yeah, it's it's kind of cool, and, and uh, we're just having fun with it. Wanted to kind of see if I could pull it off, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, what's up, Lego Kirk? Uh, first thing I kind of thought, Bubba Joe, was that I wasn't going to be able to handle this, but it's actually working. So, And I haven't had to do as much. So I'm, I'm maybe less nervous than I was when we started. Um, so yeah, I was, I was ready to barf. <laughs> I was ready to barf at the beginning. All right. Uh, listen, last night we were on the, uh, we were actually right here on the Twitch platform. I know now it's going to go wrong. Knock on wood. Uh, we were talking about the isogen refinery, Bubba Joe. Now Jules Verne comes out and says that this is undubitably a good thing. He says, there's no way that it's not a good thing and that, he understands why it took some players uh, by surprise, but that it is a good thing. All right. So let's talk about what actually happened with the Isogen refinery service uh, inside this new territory capture revamp. Bubba Joe, what it boils down to is what they did is, in Jules' opinion, what they should have done when the Isogen service first launched to begin with, and they should have scaled it all the way up to Op 60. All right. What they did not do or where they stopped the production or the, the refinery was basically once you got to Ops 49, that was it, right? Bubba, Ops 49 all the way through 60 had the exact same rewards, right? Do we all agree on that, Bubba? You had the same cost. 
I had the same cost. Uh, somebody at Ops 50 had the same cost, blah, blah, blah. And we got the same return. Bubba, you've actually complained about it once or twice in the past that like your improvement stopped getting better, even though you still had other researches to do, right? Correct. So what they did is they came in here and they scaled these G5 chests. Now, first of all, let me be very careful to point out that if you are 48 and down, actually, I take that back, 50 and down, you saw no changes. All right, you saw absolutely no changes. Your isogen refinery and what it's paying, the uh, isogen, the cost, the progenitor alloys, all of that stuff, it stays exactly the same. Okay, I know, I know, guys, I, I'm not entirely a thousand percent sure why that's happening. I'm going to have to have um, I'm going to have to have Griffin help me out with the audio balancing a little bit later. Okay, so I apologize. Um, yes, so Alpaca, you're exactly right. This is why ISO changed um, after the refinery and Hellbringer says, no wonder I didn't know because I'm less than Ops 50. It didn't change for anybody 50 and down. And all that changed for 51 plus is that it scaled. All right. Now, here's the problem. Okay. You, you're caught because it's scaled up. You're making more isogen. That is not uh, in dispute, but it is costing more raw isogen to go in, Bubba Joe. All right. So, for example, uh, Jules pointed this out yesterday. For example, I would have been looking at myself approximately 3.6 million raw isogen going in. Okay, 3.6 million is what I would have put in prior to this arc launch if I was doing max refines, right? If I'm doing max refines uh, as an ops 50 or down, I'm putting in 3.6 million raw isogen and I'm getting max refines out of all three refineries, all right? Which is going to, by the way, result in me picking up 132,000 isogen or iso emulsion. Okay. 132,000 a day is what I would get. Now, there is a, a new math for this. Okay. There's a new math for this uh, in that some players, Bubba, you included, have said, well, listen, with the new refinery, you don't necessarily have to do the max pulls, right? For example, at my ops level, Bubba Joe, with the new Isogen service activated, if I wanted to do max pulls, I am now spending 5.6 million Isogen instead of 3.6 million Isogen. That's an increase of 2 million Isogen a day that I would have to come up with if I wanted to maintain my maximum pulls. However, my maximum pulls then, Bubba Joe, are going to go up by 100,000. I would go from 132,000 ISO emulsion to 237,000 ISO emulsion. All right? But again, I got to mine 2 million more raw isogen to get there. All right? However... This is the chart that Jules kind of puts together. And these bundles up here talk about uh, the combination of chests. And I'm going to put this chest uh, or this graphic into our graphics room. That way you guys can see it 
uh, here in the podcast as we're talking along. At the top of that chart, you're going to see, for example, a header of like 444 or 443 or 433. These uh, correspond to one, two, and three-star isogen. So for example, Bubba, if I was going to do a 443, that would be four bundles of tier one, four bundles of tier two, and only three bundles of tier three, right? If I dropped just that one extra bundle off of tier three, it's going to drop my raw isogen input down to 3.7 million isogen, only 100,000 more than what I was paying before the service. All right. And it's still going to get me a net increase of about 60,000 isogen. I was getting 132. Now I'm going to get 227,000. So no matter what, it is a time-saving measure and will increase your isogen emulsion output. Do we have any questions on that here so far? Bubba, do you understand? Am I explaining this correct? Like, what you're seeing, 50-plus, is improved payouts for decreased investment in the amount of isogen that you're going to have to mine, right? Sounds correct to me. With one problem. With one problem. You got it, Jimmy Jams. Progenitor alloys did not scale. So now you've got a decision to make, Bubba Joe. If I do fewer refinery bundles, it is going to save me time. It'll save me as a player time mining isogen. For example, I can mine 3.7 million now instead of 3.6, and I can get 60,000 more iso emulsion. But you know what? I just lost about 25% of my progenitor alloys by losing that one bundle out of tier three. We were just talking the other day about the expense of services and emitters and diodes and reactors and the, the parts that are necessary to go in and activate some of these services that you guys are earning now. All right. Peter says, so no, it does not scale. You're correct. It does not scale. So you've got a choice to make. And this is, oh, Bubba, this is what I'm wondering And let me ask your opinion, because there's a part of me that says, okay, I know I want it all and I want it now. I know, Bubba Joe, I know that's the that's the thing. And I should probably not be fussy about this, because after all, all. however, I'm curious, Bubba Joe, do you think that it was a mistake? Do you think that progenitor alloys should have scaled up? Because here's the thing. I'm totally fine with them giving us a cost-saving measure. But doing so is at the sacrifice of my alliance mates. And I wonder if that was intended. On the other hand, if I want to continue my my, my contributions to my alliance then they are forcing me to mine an extra 2 million isogen a day. And I don't know if I like that. Bubba, am I being a little bit finicky? Or do you think that this is an acceptable choice when it comes to time-saving measures versus contributing to your alliance? 
I think it's an acceptable choice. See, part of me was thinking that too. That's why I haven't brought it up yet. Part of me was thinking that too, and I'm like, man, I don't want to sound greedy. Like, this is not something that I want to burn ammunition with, with game design. You know what I'm saying? But what if it was a mistake, right? <laughs> what if it was like, hey, we're, we're the alloys supposed to go up, or do we think that this provides dynamic and interesting gameplay? Because if you don't want me to say anything about it, I won't, but I feel like it should at least be asked about because I don't know that I should sacrifice the production for my alliance just to save myself a little bit of time. Well, on the other hand, maybe that's exactly what they were going for here. So I don't know. Bubba, talk me off a ledge. So I... This is hard for me. I know, right? Like, I, I'm not angry about it. If it was actually yeah, intended, like, like, I could get behind it, but did they have to do it that way? Like, it doesn't make me mad, but, like, did they have to do it that way? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, if I was a betting man, I would suggest that this was probably just an ignored um, currency. Because, for the large part, it is. Like, is anyone's, like, I guess there are probably smaller alliances that go week to week not having enough um, of that for the a lot territory services but i've not really seen that so that's why i'm not upset about this at all i know i know i know there's a lot of other places where the math doesn't actually work as neatly as this and and even though the math doesn't scale with the alloys like there is choice scattered throughout the game and so i'm kind of wondering you know i'm just I'm kind of wondering if this is what they intended. Like, I could get behind it if it was, but at the same time, like, would it have killed them to scale the the progenitor alloys? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, Bubba. I feel a little bit weird about it, to be honest with you. I, I, so, on the grand scheme of they should have done something, this doesn't hardly register on my meter. Yeah. It kind of does DJ's, with me too. I'm not angry but, about it, but it does. It doesn't one thing feel to, quite right. Go ahead, Griffin. One thing to consider is if you take a look at what your alliance size was three years ago when TC came out, and compare it to how many more players you have now, mathematically the overall contribution may in fact be the same day over day in 2021 versus 2023, 2024. Just because of the size of alliances, you're thinking. Yeah, there's 10 or 20 more people in the in the alliance now versus 24, 36 months ago. And all that factors into the math of, uh, to the pot of the whole entire alliance, which is why I didn't bat an eye when these did not scale. They have already scaled based on the size of our alliances today versus then. Yeah, I can, I can get behind that. For some people asking, oh, oh my, for some people asking what are alloys, uh, <laughs> yikes, your alliance should be very upset with you right now. Uh, <laughs> the progenitor allies, uh, alloys come out of the tier two and tier three isogen refineries. That's uh, the little hexagon things, kind of like the shape of my lights back here. Those progenitor alloys are what then are converted 
into the reactors, diodes, and emitters that you need to activate the territory services. So it is kind of a multi-step process there. That's what you're plugging in to, uh, that's what you're getting from the refinery to convert into the materials necessary to activate uh, your your territory services. Those are called alloys, all right? Now, hopefully you just didn't know the term and you've been doing that for your alliance. <laughs> but if you haven't been, I would suggest you not admit that and you get busy mining isogen. <laughs> I did neglect to mention cores, Nova, because, listen, on younger servers with younger alliances, I can see that maybe... You guys could use a couple of cores, all right? But I would imagine that a large percentage of alliances out there do not need cores. And I would also, therefore, conclude that if your admiral saw you refining cores, he would probably boot you out of the alliance, all right? Uh, <laughs> that's just what I'm going to guess, all right? Uh, wow. Demolition dude says I've never used them, never been asked. And he has 17 million progenitor alloys. Holy cow, dude. Holy cow. Yeah. Redeem a few of those. How many, <laughs> how many services, how many services have you guys missed out on? Because your uh, your team didn't have the stuff to activate it, and you're sitting on 17 million alloys. Oh my God, Admiral Maris has 10 million. Oh my God. <laughs> it may not be any DJ. Nura has 37 million. If you have alliances that have maintained wow. active in their refineries, they're not going to need everyone to do these refines all the time. I didn't say all the Bubba. 37 million? That's not all the time. That's like freaking never, okay? They've not ever done it. <laughs> They've not ever yeah. done it. Uh, wow. And well, I That's mean, why I'm not upset about this. Okay, fair enough. Is it not a big deal to you guys? I mean, are we talking about something that doesn't matter? Canine Tooth, you said it was a big deal. Is it not a big deal? Because look at how many alloys people are holding. Maybe we need to circle around and do a little alliance education and remind people why it's important for them to be refining these things. How many of these alloys are sitting in your inventory, people, while, you're, while your alliance is struggling to maintain services? Holy smokes. Woo! Well, you've connected two things. You're assuming that the people that are sitting on these are in alliances that have not been able to activate their abilities. My guess is that they're sitting on them because their alliance doesn't need them to refine them to activate their abilities. Maybe so. Yep, it's out of sight, out of mind, just like the Alliance Starbase. You have that one player on your alliance taking care of the Starbase. If somebody, you know, the squeaky wheel will get the grease if you ever <laughs> run low on something, and that's it. Okay. Well, then maybe that's not an issue. Maybe it's not an issue then. We'll forget all about it. Don't uh, don't worry about a daggone thing, guys. The alloy is apparently not a problem for anybody out there, so we're just going to let that roll. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Forget all about that. So the oxygen refinery, great. Okay? Oxygen refinery is amazing for everybody, uh, especially 51 plus. You're getting more for doing less, and now I guess I will start going back to mining the, the mid-refines, Bubba Joe, because I was going to feel guilty. I was going to feel guilty 
But if that's how much is rolling around out there, then I'll just do the mid refines. Forget it. So, so <laughs> you should always talk to your alliance. Have they not activated abilities because they couldn't get people to refine things? No, right? Captain. What Captain is... Bull's telling me he needs me to do max refines. I refuse. No. Well, then you need to do max refines. You better start mining that hydrogen. <laughs> no! I hate you mining! Better, you better go to 58 <sighs> and get some of those big miners. I don't know. Wait, do you mine isogen with a miner and not a meridian? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yes. You want to know why? <laughs> Are they faster? Yes. Oh, and there wow. isn't a single Devore out there. Not Devore, but uh, Meridian. Vidar, or Mer uh, no, the, the new one. The What's it? The, the, uh, what Talios. Oh, There's wait. not a single Talios out there that can kill one. Oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. I got you. So it defends against the Tally and, uh, and holds more. Okay, and it's still the same speed. Well, I'll start mining with Novas. I've got extra Novas. I'll mine Isogen with Novas. I didn't I didn't even connect the dots. Are they better? Benny Hill says, whip him, bull. All right, fine here. Got it. Sorry, my fault. Uh, really? Novas do better? Okay. Cool. Not Novas, says Muffins. A high tier Nova? Tier eight? Bubba, you told me never to take my Nova to tier eight. I didn't say I'm using Novas. I said you need to go to 58 so that you can start using a miner. So wait, what should I do now? Should I use my Meridians or should I use my Novas? You probably should continue using your Meridians. Okay, I'll use Meridians then. Fine. Fine. But at 58, a big old, big old miner can mine it faster. I'm a well, big fan of my Vrax and the other two. The 58 miners are great, says Hunter. Okay. All right. They, there you go. they do everything well, including blow up other ships. <laughs> yeah, they're very, very powerful. All right. Um, so that's the Isogen refinery. Well, way to, way to take the wind out of my sails there, Bubba Joe. There's nothing more that needs to be talked about with that. Uh, then it's fine. Okay. Um, so. That's not fair. Half the people in the chat said, what's an alloy? What do you expect him to say? <laughs> Yeah, but then when they said, what's an alloy, they went in and realized they had 50 million of them. All right, so now you know what to do with them. <laughs> Who's an alloy? Why is an alloy? Now you know what you got to do with them, okay? Uh, <laughs> alloys are just unrefined cores. You got it. Bubba Joe, taking a look at our notes here, it looks like the only thing that we really have left to do here today is talk about this new territory research expansion and the chronometric particles. So uh, we could take a break and do it on the other side of the break and actually get out of here at a decent time today. Um, are there any that questions? seems like a good plan. I, I know, right? It actually sounds great. Uh, are there any questions or anything regarding... Which means there's no chance that's what we're going to do. Bubba, Bubba, <laughs> don't mess it up. Don't mess it up, man. I mess it up? I am the one that messes it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bubba, don't mess it up, man. All right. Divine says we could talk about how boring the, the events are this month. Um, I mean, is that something that needs to be talked about right now? Let me look. Let me just look. Let me uh, uh, Hang on. Let me just look. Let me just take a quick peek. See what I've got to do today. Because yesterday was all right. Yesterday, yesterday was fun. I had to kill a couple of hostiles. Seven day. Today, you can go upset people on your server. Yeah, it's PvP day. It's PvP day. Take out Freeman and go kill miners. That's what I did. 
it's also a TC day. So, you know, maybe oh. as opposed to the way TCs have worked for basically every server I've heard about, <laughs> you could actually go blow up a couple of ships that are just sitting there scoring points. Yeah. Today's Freeman Day. Happy Freeman Day, everybody. No, you know what? Honest to goodness, I did it right at Event Reset. I went out. I killed six miners. Sorry. I just got it done. All right. I, I got it done. I killed six miners and, and game over. That's it. I was, I was done with that event. Um, Captain Bob says, do we feel like they got the syndicate event uh, backwards? You know, I noticed that I finished this with one Mantis claim on day one. Where? What was the two-day Mantis event? You finished it with one Mantis claim? Uh, well, a double pull. But yeah, my, Mant my, my day one Mantis pull did that. I get 5,400. So you must have a lower milestone than I have. Mine's 5,250 points. But you the also milestone? Yeah, that's the top milestone. Oh god. <laughs> Wait, did I get a mistake? Is that a mistake? What's yours? 18,000? <laughs> 18,000. Okay, then mine just got messed up. No, it's probably correct cuz you know, they don't know how to do math. Now, what? I will be able to complete it within the 7 days, no problem. But what was the uh what was the what was the milestone on the two day version? Oh, on the two day version is hundreds. It's the five hundred and some odd thousand or something like that. But it it counted yeah, it, it counted good. five points per though, right? Yes. Yes. Do do we feel like they got the milestones backwards then? Do we feel like that one should have gone with the seven day event and that these points should have gone with the two day event? Do they feel Considering like that the level 49 is 3,500 points to max? Yes. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. What were the rewards in the first one? What were, what were the rewards in the first one? Is that what it was? Shacks and Billups and Ransom and Neelix? That's right. It was, wasn't it? So, I mean, that one should have been a little bit more aggressive, right? Because those were like epic shards, better rewards, et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> Scopely. What do you want, DJ? Attention, Scopely. Please rerun both events, swapping milestones and rewards. We will be satisfied with this outcome. End of transmission. Okay. Um, I mean, I do, on I a seven-day like event, they don't give me enough to have even one pull of replicator tokens in the event store. It's 3,600 replicator tokens. I need 6,000 for one pull. That is a seven-day event. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like this is right now that I look at it. In fairness, I hadn't Wait, looked what? at it. I hadn't actually looked at it. So, I mean, I get, listen, I get that there are people under 30 Benny Hill, but the difference in Syndicate Daily is 50. Okay, it's 50. It's not like it's that much different for you guys, all right? Syndicate 25 gets 50 less daily Syndicate XP than I do. Ain't no big deal. So. Yeah, you could do it without a Mantis, which we shouldn't be complaining about. It's just the, the rewards don't seem right given the time and all that stuff. I'll ask about it. I'll ask about it. Okay, so there's that one. Uh, what else? We had the PVP event. All right. Yesterday we had hailing frequencies. That's cool. So, so far the meta has been very completable. Uh, what do we have today? Texas class hostels. Okay. Not a big deal. There's one full pull Griffins. You get 6,000 tokens. All right. What else? 
Fleet Commander. Uh, they snuck one of the... Oh, they put Neelix in there. That got it, Bubba Joe. I'm going to have to buy Fleet Commander. <laughs> I won't. I'm not going to. If I did, which Wouldn't one Wouldn't it be great if people could still score in this event? I know. That's why I'm thinking about buying a Fleet Commander, because I can't. <laughs> did they release another Fleet Commander I'm not aware of? I never bought any of the others. I only have Lacutus. So, so I wouldn't still, it be great if all players could score in this event? I still have seven in January. Just because you blew your load on the first ones doesn't mean that I shouldn't have a chance now. You already got your jelly, Bubba Joe. It's time for me to get my jelly. All right? <laughs> you already got your jelly, Bubba Joe. All right? Um, That's a completely different scenario because <laughs> my board queen and Neelix are not max. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, if I was going to, it'd be seven and not Janeway, right? If I was going to. Absolutely. If not for yeah. the daily tokens, you get to upgrade the building. I'm just thinking about it. Order to Chaos says, don't you dare, DJs. All right, fine, fine. Maybe I won't. Maybe. All right. But if I was going to consider it, it would be seven of nine. Yeah, so for Janeway, Absolutely. I'm just saying. Just saying. I mean, Neelix. I like Neelix. I told you I was chasing Neelix. Omicron says feed bad event design with money. What? It's this what we've seen this event for months and months and months. It's not new. It's not bad. It is what it is. All right. Let's see what else we got. Um, that's it then, right? Oh, Cerritos Wednesday. Okay. For the record, I have not cheated on you guys. Okay. I want you to look. All right, I'll put it in the graphics room. I have not broken... Oh, wait, that's not the right one. Hang on. Uh, which one? Multiphasic Hunter. I have not broken my my original claim, Bubba Joe, where I said that I had not spent a bunch of money this month because I was fussy about the arc. Uh, you can see, here's proof positive. Here's my multiphasic event. All right, I put it in the graphics room uh, on the official... Or in the... On the official Discord. God, hope not. Uh, on our graphics room in our Discord, there is my multi-phasic hunter event. And you can see I still have the same number of points that I did on day so, one. Okay. The problem I have with this event is that it wasn't announced. And this is an event that has a unique spending. What? What? You are going to fuss about unannounced events, Bubba Joe. We teach hoarding and, and frugal and don't spend unless you're paid to do it. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? Just saying hmm. that they should announce these events. Funny. I'm with I might have had another one. fleet commander to spend on if they had had the incursions. You know, I was always against that teaching of hoarding. I think that is just uh, a sign of... Uh... Don't. It's efficient. Now, I don't necessarily disagree that it could hold you up. All right. Are you sacrificing a little bit of progression for the time that it would take you to be able to do what you need to do? I'm not arguing against that. That's why it's not a necessarily a mandatory thing, or I'm not going to shame people who don't do it, except for Bubba. I will always shame Bubba. Uh, <laughs> well, of course, I <laughs> yeah, obviously I'm always going to shame, shame Bubba. Uh, but that being said, like Bubba, you and I even talked at the beginning of the month and I said that there were forbidden technologies that I could upgrade this month. And you and I both said 
you know they're going to launch an event for it. They launched new FTs this month. There's nothing in the calendar, but you know there's going to be a forbidden technology upgrade event. So I decided not to upgrade stuff, even though I can right now. I've got a 100% chance to upgrade my Metreon Cascade to Tier 2, and I finally have enough catalysts. But I wasn't going to because I know there's going to be an event. It's not in the calendar. It's not in the calendar, but there's going to be. I mean, if and if there's not, then so be it. But they launch new FTs. Of course, they're going to try to sell upgrade packs for them, right? I mean, I'm shocked we haven't seen it already. To be honest with you. So... <laughs> she <laughs> I upgraded the hell out of that whip. Uh there you go. That's what I'm seeing in the chat right now. I didn't wait for nothing. I upgraded the heck out of that thing. All right, there you go. Uh Quarity does say the same thing though, Rip. I've given up on hoarding because I feel it stops me from progressing, but honestly, I don't really care about I the was, events. No, no, no. I, I refrained from saying what I was about to say, and I will not go into it. What? You've always told me that I'm silly. You said I should just Cut loose, carefree, fancy free, and go do it, right? Um, I think the 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 more players in, embrace the hoarding mentality, um, the more event design will have to lean into it. Oh, from a spending perspective. That does make sense. No, I get it. So like you're um, right. I think I, but think I also don't think not hoard, but I also don't think that my actions individually are going to sway the scopely bottom line. To be honest with you, like that's why I say, listen, me going and buying the, the Ferengi whip guys that ain't going to change their minds about nothing. They don't even their their decimal places don't even go that far to see 50 bucks. All right. In fact, I wager you're punishing yourself by not doing it. I know. I know. Right. Um, wait, what? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. On the whip, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a. I'm pretty sure it's a principal thing there, Griffin. I don't think I'm going to do it. Crack the whip. I haven't decided yet. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for what, Bubba? Do you think I should do it? I think you will if there's an event that will, you can complete just by buying it. Depends on what the rewards are. <sighs> I got to be honest with you. I am torn on it. I know it's massively good, and I don't feel as angry about it as I did about Tau. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tau was the last thing that I refused to buy on principle. I don't feel like the Ferengi Whip is the same scenario. Although it kind of is, isn't it? It's the fix to the forbidden technology problem. It's not the fix to the forbidden technology problem. It's, it's the not. fix to the acquisition. It, not really, DJ. Not really, though. No, you're right, though. Uh, it speeds it up, though, right? Because even at, 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 at 25, at Q Court 25, you start earning those other forbidden technologies, right? That's a true so story. You can. You yeah, and you get the stuff from the Q's trials. Like I don't even know that you need this to be able to unlock the rares, because you get a bunch of those tokens from the Q's trials and the events that ran for you doing Q's trials. So I mean, yes, you're you know it's going to be a regular sourcing, but I don't know that it fixes anything. It's just something that is a regular slow drip to allow people to try and get. But I think that there's been plenty of sourcing for those once they made their way into the store. I know. I know. 
I know. I just hate to I hate to look like a hypocrite. I hate to give in on it. I think it's a good thing. But I do acknowledge that not everybody's going to spend $50 on it. Why pay all that? It's a good it's a good thing. It's an actual good piece of content. <sighs> Why does all the good content have to have a price tag on it? Why can't they just do something good for the community? Why can't they just do something good for the people once in a while? I got to pick my nose. Don't look at me. All right. Um, Bubba Joe. Let me look at my notes. Did we have anything else on the notes? Uh, we were going to still go to a break and come back and talk about the research. That's right. Okay. Break. Uh, we're going to do a break when we come back. And I just want to say that I was correct that you derailed the conversation and started talking about something else. <sighs> I hate you so much. We're going to take a very quick break. When we return, uh, Bubba Joe will break down the brand new territory isogen refinery and where you should be prioritizing your chronometric particles. Uh, we'll take a look at this new research tree since it's early enough that nobody really has any particles yet. At least you can't start off on the wrong foot. Bubba Joe's going to give you the roadmap to success inside the new territory research tree expansion. It all comes up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return right after these words. Stand by. This portion of the show brought to you by crazybunch.org. Do you suffer from pixel fatigue? Well, we've got a gummy for that. Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially when gaming. A gummy for blue light protection and eye health. An energy gummy. Or how about a relaxation gummy to help you chill after Wardod kills all your miners? Surtail is an independent distributor of all the aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or go to crazybunch.org. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest, have hard-to-find rare toys, or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at facebook.com slash Posse. That's facebook.com slash Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Land of Fakes Margarine, made with artificial vegetable oil and a picture of an Italian girl in the box dressed as an Indian. Time now for another edition of Have Kids, They Said. I love my kids, but they're constantly sick. Runny noses, vomiting, diarrhea. They spend so much time in the bathroom, you'd think their diet was primarily composed of Taco Bell. Mommy, my tummy hurts. Can you believe the pediatrician knows my insurance card number by heart? I'm pretty sure my Blue Cross Blue Shield account paid for his last vacation home in Turks and Caicos. And trips to the drugstore? My bathroom cabinet looks like a toddler meth lab. Designed by Walter White. I am the danger. It's burnt when I go potty again. And you thought that only happened to people who sleep with a Kardashian? It's a game changer. Are three UTIs in a month even possible? I love my kids, but, you know. Thanks for calling our travel agency. How can I help you? Hi, I'm looking to try one of those sober vacations that are popular right now. Great, I have some fantastic packages for Las Vegas. Okay, but again, we don't want to drink while on vacation. How about the Big Apple, New York City? 
Ah, all those nice Italian restaurants. I'll be drinking red wine like it's water. Miami Beach? I can't go to the beach and not drink at least six Coronas. Disney? Uh, I got kicked out of Epcot last year for public intoxication. A cruise. Being on one of those sober just sounds way too depressing. That's true. Do you have anything that doesn't involve alcohol? Content director, uh, Beck likes plants right there. Uh, how you guys all doing? Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Appreciate you guys all being back uh, here on the stage of Talking Trek Live and our first ever simulcast, Bubba Joe, where we are uh, trying out something new uh, and putting a video version of a live stream, I guess, if you will, with the podcast on Twitch uh, so you guys can get a little bit of uh, of audio video pleasure. <laughs> Is that the right word? Uh, get a little bit of audio video pleasure, if you will. 
on the uh, on the podcast uh, over on Twitch if you don't like Discord or if there's audio issues or, or this or that. All right. That's right. Exploring new ways to simulcast and reach new audience members. That's what we're all about over here and trying to make it more available to other people. However, there will not be a Twitch VOD. So it is literally a live stream only and then it goes away. Traitor! Trader, welcome into the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, I actually have buttons. See, I've got I've got so many good buttons here. Ladies and gent la laters, later, laters, lawyers and gentlemen, uh Trader is here with us. What's up? What's up, Trader? What you doing? I lost my other button. Oh, there it is! Yay, Trader! Um uh, it's not strange, Beck. Why would you say it's strange? We're having fun over here. Uh, what's up, Trader? Well, How you doing? Maybe she just meant that you're strange. That is true. That's a, that's a fair statement to make. That's factually that's correct. That's okay. We love you anyway. <laughs> Thank you. It's a factual a factual statement. Trader, uh, does this weird you out a little bit? We're like blending our two platforms, uh, podcasting on Twitch. You know, a lot of people have told me that, Beck, even you have told me this in the past. You were like, you know, you would do really good on the just chatting, you know, doing the podcast and, and all that stuff, you know, on Twitch. I never really got around to doing it. I will point out, even though there's probably, there's probably like some overlap, I will say, Bubba Joe, that we are officially at 599 audience members across the two platforms. That's amazing. 599. Come on, give me one more. One more. All right. Um, it, it was before you made it weird at the beginning of the segment. It was 607. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, thanks. So we lost. Yeah, we, we hit 600. <laughs> we lost seven during the commercial break. Sorry about that. Uh, it is, that's correct. It's still not the biggest audience we've ever had. Uh, we need it Scopely. Can't be. To, we had stupid news to start. <sighs> we, needed, uh, we, need, we need Scopely to lock up Gala again if you want a big audience there, uh, <laughs> which we don't want. Okay, so um, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, Cloud says... I have a <laughs> trader. I have a perfect radio podcast voice. Damn it! Wrong button. I was <laughs> sorry. I ruined the moment. What a great engineer you are! Not I ruined the moment. Is having a great podcast voice better or worse than having a body for radio? <laughs> same, same. Okay. Just to make sure oh I my we God, that's the wrong button. No, I was going to come over and be like, what about now? <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> we played with that last night. Trader was about to die. I'm pretty sure she peed. I swear to God, you're like a grown grown-up five-year-old yes that is true you know what i'm forever young all right i'm young at heart i'm gonna stay young at heart until my body gives out and then then i'll just be young in my mind all so, right uh so, <laughs> yeah, ne next week all right oh gosh that is uh that's funny yeah you don't like this button this is a great button i love this button <laughs> this button is amazing <laughs> blue mandalorian <laughs> says i would listen to this on a podcast the whole thing all right. Uh, no, I do That's have a, a I also have a, do you want to play a game? <laughs> yeah, anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got that. I actually read a script uh, excerpt from one of the Saw movies last night. Sounded pretty good. All right. Sounded pretty good. All right. Uh, listen, we have uh, one more thing to talk about. Now, I was going to invite Beck up.
to give us a little bit of insight into the legacy reel. We, we should do that instead. Well, she hasn't joined voice yet. What going to happen, what you said was going to happen is not what's going to happen as it relates to this research. What are you talking about? You said, I'm going to break down this research. Yeah. And talk about how it's great. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's not what I said. I said that you were going to provide players the roadmap to success. In... Yeah, there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, Beck, would you, play, would, you, would you join the stage? Because I actually, I have a new button for you. I created a button for you. All right, come on. That's not an encouragement for her to jump on the no, stage. No, it's a great button. Beck, it's okay. It's you, This is work, too. This would be promoting the legacy reel that you've got uh, coming up. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to promote the legacy reel. It's five days away. I wanted to promote the legacy reel. Can you can you come up and tell people a little bit about it? I know you were working on it. There are some of us that have a request for a feature. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Beck, no matter what anybody says to you, do not put lifetime spend in the legacy reel. Please. I would instantly quit. <laughs> As would Bubba and Dragon and Hunter and Benny and Blue. Ooh, and Drina R and Peter and Sal and Spectre. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, Beck says that lifetime spend is not included in the reel. Good, good, I good, mean, there good. Was a time when, but there was a time when Scopely leaked that information to I know. the public. I remember. Yeah, but that was really early. That was before anybody really had a chance to get really yeah. stupid on the game. That was <laughs> that was in like inside the first six months or nine months, something like that. Uh, that it was could probably that, no. I'm no. Don't do it. Lifetime hours in game. That might be just as bad, Samo. That might be just as bad. Material spent. Oh, it's giving me a twitch. Uh, no lie, I am. Uh, I am twitching in my. I've a got a twitch. Sh I got a shiver uh, down my spine. Right. Ha, uh, ha. Where's the? I need to organize my buttons better. You're so funny, Bubba. You're not so. You're so funny. Are you having trouble finding the button, DJ? <laughs> yeah. We did create a button for you, Bubba Joe. I just haven't had a chance to use it yet. I'm waiting for the right opportunity. Well, I'm just curious as to why uh, Trader got her intro music and I did not. You did. Wait, did you not? No, I didn't. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Bubba Joe is here. I want it all. I'm pretty sure we played this already. I want it all. I want it all. And I want it now. All right, there you go. There you go. You got it. Is Karkin in the audience? Yo, Karkin, I finished your button. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, Karkin is here. Yeah. Uh, Griffin, I made one for you as well. Uh, let me see. Where's Griffin's? Uh, ladies and oh, gentlemen, no. the newest member of the Talking Trick panel, Griffin is here. <laughs> Mainly because, perfect, isn't it? Because so, Griffin's been trying to trying to get me to abandon all my radio stuff, and so if, uh, if, <laughs> Driver says that's horrible. Shows up, if if DJ shows up dead sometime, we'll know it was Griffin. I don't want rid of my cart machine. I love my cart machine. All right, no more carts. I love my cart machine. 
Uh, Ripper no is here, everybody. I've got a button for Ripper. Ladies and gentlemen, Ripper is here. What are you doing, Ripper? I'm working. Actually, it's late to be working, isn't it? But you were also late this morning. You woke up a little late, didn't you? What do you mean? No, I haven't you slept. Were, you haven't slept. You were with us until like six o'clock your time. More than that. It was like eight o'clock your time this morning. Yes. <laughs> uh, Blue Mandalorian. Oh, I, I, I haven't I haven't slept in like two days. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. When is um, Ripper not working? Uh, no, listen, we, mm-hmm. work is busy sometimes. So you have to, you know, do the things sometimes. Also, t- also, technically, our, our roadmap is full until 2027, so You're wish good. us luck. You're good. Sleep then. Becca says, I love the radio stuff. I don't always need to stare at a cartoon cat while I'm getting good information. Voice only is better. See, that's why we wa- I, that's why I insisted. See? I wanted to maintain it, and the podcast will still be going up. See, this is just a live video for you guys to see, but uh, it, there will not be any evidence of its existence. So when I do pick my nose, then you guys won't ever be able to see it. Um, Oliver DJs may I be the first to congratulate you on a wonderful haircut. You look great. Thanks. I just got my haircut. Uh, I just got my haircut. What is today? Wednesday. I got my haircut yesterday. Thank you. Appreciate that. It was getting a little shaggy. Uh, Blue, I have one for you and Jules as well. I put I put everybody on buttons, uh, including Beck and Echo. I made buttons for them. That's why I really wanted Beck to come up. I made a button. But I also have a button for Jules and Blue. Uh, Jules and Blue, we've used this one before. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? We know that one. That's when, that's when we go into the uh, when we go into the library or laboratory. Not library. I don't know about that. Uh, Scribbler. No, listen. I have started reaching out. Truck and Chick will tell you. Truck and Chick will tell you that I um, sent messages. Steven Zarin will tell you as well. Putz, I, Mark, same thing. Look, it's in the chat. It's in the chat. Scribbler, I got to get yours. All right. I've got to get, I've got to get more. I've got so many more buttons in my intro folder. I made an intro folder. So I've got like still. I am see, so proud of you six, right now. 10, 14. I still have 16. I still have 22 more buttons that I can assign on my intros folder. Perfect. All right. That way and I can just all those sound intros are kind of like nicknames. You know, you kind of earn the moment when it, you know, something's that's right. That's right. So just, all right. So yeah, we need to get, we need to get one, <laughs> need to get one for scribbler. Probably should get one for Dreamweaver. Right. I've got, uh, I've got echoes, but it's his song, not his, his quote. All right. Oh, blue. That's a good one. See, you got to message me that. Put that in the lab and I'll make it for you, okay? I'll make it oh, for I, you. I've got the buttons. I fully support that one for blue. That's a great one for blue. I love it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Baby Yaga says, can we get the saw voice? Uh, sorry, you just missed it. I just did it. Wrong button again. I'm, you know, I, I need to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to. I want. Is blue something by the blue man group? <laughs> Uh, is one no, button uh, blue? Blue. Scribbler, you know what? Why don't you? This actually would be good. Uh, Scribbler, why don't you come up on stage real quick? Just, just come up super quick, super super quick. Uh, Bubba, and then we're gonna get to the research tree. I'm only I'm only green rooming you, uh, green rooming you right now because you say it's not good. All right, but 
I will say that big news did come in the uh, world of the Star Trek universe today. Uh, let me see. Oh, wrong button. Sorry. Uh, big news comes in the Star Trek universe today when we discover that Prodigy has been picked up by Netflix. Now, what actually makes me upset about this is that I don't currently have Netflix. So I'm going to have to go and subscribe now. Well, I'm going to subscribe you, to Netflix for just didn't you this show. you cancel Paramount Plus and I say did. that the reason why was this? Yes. What better way to vote with your dollars than to say, hey, you picked up Prodigy. I'm going to sign up for you now. Listen, and then making sure that Paramount I that. am. Or I am. Alternatively, alternatively, you could just mooch off somebody's Netflix uh, password. <laughs> no, because I want to thank Netflix for doing what Paramount should have done. All right. And they add an IP just check and charge the for additional oh, users now. I am going to thank Netflix for doing what Paramount should have done and saving one of my favorite new contemporary Star Trek properties. It is Star Trek Prodigy, which has been picked up and saved by the Netflix streaming service for at least seasons one and two. Now, we don't yet know what's going to be happening with season three or if there will still be one. Uh, however, did they save it, says Shorts, or are they just putting up season two? Now they're putting up season one and two. But I would imagine, depending on how it does, Bubba, is whether or not they're going to decide that it's worth it or not for a season three, which is why I will be happy to contribute to a monthly Netflix subscription if indeed it means that Prodigy has new life. Scribbler. Uh, are you able to come up and talk to us a little bit about it? You are the resident expert on Star Trek Prodigy, seeing as how, like, you created it. Um, I would you, like to you know... You realize that she wasn't associated with Season 2, right? Yes. Yeah, but I mean, who's counting? She's our hookup. She's our connection to Hollywood. Scribbler, tell us about Prodigy! I thought Trader was our connection to Hollywood. Actually, it is. It is. Yeah, Trader. Trader's our connection to the stars. Our connection to the stars there. All right. Um, hey, if you're nice, next time I'll let you follow me around uh, with <laughs> the camera like poor Griffin had to. <laughs> Thank you. Do we get to see the season that they didn't show? Voltron, actually, yeah, season two is the one they didn't show. Season one uh, was already out. Season one will appear on Netflix and they're going to stream season two as well. I'm very excited about it. So, yeah, that is uh, Star Trek's Prodigy now on Netflix. Actually, I don't know if it's now or when. I think they said it was going to be like a week or two, right? It's coming very soon. Bubba, what was the actual date on it? I think it's coming very, very soon. They said like in uh, in a couple of like a week or two? I do not recall. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna happen pretty daggone quick. Um, um they say later this year. Later this year? Well, there's not that much time left. I mean it's gotta be within the next eight weeks then. So that's great news. I'm very excited about that. Uh and thank you to anybody for uh being involved in saving that project. I really I really like the show, man. I really like it. I and I hope, I hope it gets a third season. I really do. I I want 
I want a third season out of it. Well, I mean, it's also possible that they give the second season a nice send off and they wrap up the series nicely. They already created the second season. That's what I'm saying is that they could end the second season and have that be a series finale in a meaningful way. I got you. Well, we'll see. I hope that it, uh, I hope that it does something amazing. Let me ask you something, DJ. I'm, yeah. I'm just, let's just, you know, because we're not talking about anything. Before. Yeah, we need to get to it. I, listen, I even have it so, pulled no, up. No, 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 no. I'm distracting you. It's fine. Um, <laughs> my point is, is that if you were, if you were watching The Next Generation, mm-hmm. okay, and they got to All Good Things, would you argue that All Good Things is not a perfect send-off for the series? I mean, it was pretty good, Bubba. I agree. Now, let's say that that is so immensely popular, got the greatest ratings of all time, got a 98 share or something ridiculous, right? And they come back and go, you know what? That's so awesome. We're going to do another season. Do you think think that the season two writers expected that it wouldn't last a season three? I do because they, you know, I imagine that while they were still working on it, that it didn't appear as if it was ever going to be made. So, yes, I do think they were planning on season two being all that she wrote. Well, if they do an amazing wrap-up, then so be it. But you know what? Picard's season three was better than all good things. But isn't that My what happened opinion. with Stargate? They, they went to wrap it up, and then they just, oh, I was now we're going to keep going. <laughs> that is an interesting opinion, DJ. I loved season three, man. I thought it was so good. I mean, just because so many, so much time... <clears throat> Had passed. Okay, and it was I, w- I will be so honest. The ending, the ending ruined a lot of that season for me. The ending, ending, what? Mm-hmm. Like what ending? Like the poker table, or the fact that they were in Mars? No spoilers. Well, the the final episode, the last two episodes, kind of ruined a lot of that entire season for me. It was a little bit weird. But I mean, I, I was so I was so enthralled with the nostalgia. I didn't care. <laughs> I was so in. I was like, "Oh God, give me more!" The Enterprise D, man. We got to build the bridge of the Enterprise D. Who cares? All right. I was super excited about it. So I didn't I didn't care anymore. All right. They could have they could have told me Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, and if they had done it from you know Captain Picard's chair on the Enterprise D, I'd have been cool with it. I would have watched it. So <laughs> so I would have done it. All right. Uh, oh, Scribbler came up to the stage. Yo, what's up? And there's Mark. How you doing, Mark? Welcome to our first ever simulcast. And Scribbler, welcome to our first ever simulcast from the podcast to Twitch. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, DJ? I'm good. You're quiet. Let me turn you up a little bit. Uh, let's see. Wow, you're already up to like 175. Uh, yeah, just hot louder uh what's going on with uh can you can you give us the hollywood wrap-up on prodigy in like the in like three minutes like what's going on what do you know do you have any inside scoop and and what does the future look like uh is this better yes it is okay um the inside scoop is is pretty much what you read uh they Despite some of those stories that say that it was canceled, it was never outright canceled. It was removed from the service. And in doing that, they um, but they continued to work or produce the second season. And they are still in the process of uh, 
finishing those episodes. So the news was not in, extremely surprising. The only surprise to me was where it landed. So um, it is going to be on Netflix. Um, it does not include uh, territories uh, like it, it doesn't include Canada and uh, other distributors. So there's still, I think, work happening in other countries, getting it licensed and distributed there. So mm. if you're in another country, hang tight, because I'm sure that is still something that is proceeding. Um, but I think you're going to see this a lot more uh, with other shows as well, not necessarily Trek shows, but the realization I think a lot of legacy studios have come to over the course of the last uh, 200 days or so yeah. is that uh, there's not a lot of money for them. There's not a lot of upside in hosting a lot of their own content. And the upside for them really is in licensing. That, that was where they were making tons and tons of money. And when they stopped licensing out their content and they kept it all in-house, they were relying on huge subscriber numbers to make up that deficit. And there just isn't that amount of subscriber numbers in order for that to work. So, I mean, um, they, they saw Netflix and thought, hey, they make a lot of money. We can do the same. Yeah, exactly. They all basically followed that Pied Piper like right into the ocean. Um, and, and now they're, they're, they're figuring it out. They're, the, the model continues to change. We're seeing ad-supported streaming models, like ad-supported tiers being added um, to those services that didn't previously have them, et cetera, et cetera. But in all good, it's all good news for Prodigy. The, yay, it has a home. Yay, people will get to see the second season of it. Um, so I'm happy. Do you feel like it has a future beyond season two? I think that if the numbers that it does for Netflix are um, significant, and by significant, I mean it, it, it a lot more than what who were watching it on Paramount Plus need to show up for it. Um, but I do think that it's possible that it could have a life beyond that. But I think it's it's going to be, you know, the one thing I do know about star trek fans is that they are very very good at grassroots organizing mm -hmm. uh, fan conventions or petitions or anything else uh trek fans really do care about the things they love and making sure that other people are aware of it too so i feel like if there is a, a real effort and if there has been so far i mean they did the skywriting over la you know to save prodigy so i think uh I think there there is a, a way. I think there is a chance that the show could continue on past the second season, but it's going to require people to watch it and in some you know substantial numbers. How does that Netflix is a great home for that because they did that with Manifest on NBC. They rescued a show and gave it twenty two more episodes just this last year. They did that uh, with the Gilmore Girls. So Netflix is not shy for continuing a series and pumping the money in when the numbers are there. Does yeah, how do I, I how do they true. measure success? Is it just in subs, or do they will they give credit based on stream time? Like if somebody is already a Netflix subscriber, uh, how do they show support for Prodigy? Well, there's there's I mean, obviously the main way is in eyeballs, just watching it. Um, they do care about how many views a show has, particularly in its first thirty days and ninety days of release. And within that first 30 days, it's crucial. And then if it's uh, also within a, that first 90-day window, it is still very important. What they need to be able to see is that the audience for it is growing over time or that it is, 
at least not dropping off substantially after the first week or two of release. A lot of the challenge they have with a lot of their new shows is that they'll do really well for a week or two, and then it'll drop off the map, and then that show is pretty much done for. Or it never it seems to find an audience, but it never seems to find that audience fast enough, which is frustrating for a lot of people because it means Netflix just isn't very patient with a lot of shows. Um, but I think that they're starting to grow some patience for some things, but I think it will really depend. And this is a very premier property in terms of, you know, Star Trek is a marquee intellectual property. And Netflix doesn't own the show. They are licensing the show. So I want to make sure everyone is very uh, understands that. It's like, you know, as if it were going to show up. It, originally, it was made for Nickelodeon. So, you know, originally the show was produced by CBS Paramount, but made for Nickelodeon. We were at Nickelodeon Studios for it. So now um, they're but licensing the, the show, but if they wanted more, then they would have to commit to airing more and pay for more licensing from Nickelodeon and Paramount, who would have to actually produce the, the next season, right? That's right. But I think that if Netflix says, uh, we really want another season of this show, we would like you to produce another 20 episodes. Uh, I think they would find a way to do that if the money is there, like if they if they're willing to pony up the cash, which, again, I think it can be made um, worth it can be ma made worth their while if the, the views are there. And yeah, I mean, there is a for, there's there's two two pieces of good news here. One, the first season will go up. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, and there certainly wasn't a large you know platform on Paramount Plus because the subscriber base is just so much smaller than Netflix. Um, but that is an opportunity for people to discover the show. Then on top of that, there's an additional 20 episodes. So there will be 40 episodes of Prodigy for people to get through and for Netflix to have analytics for and numbers to see how well it does. And I think that that's, that's where the real, you know, if, if the completion rate is the other thing that they pay attention to, how many people watch you know, a majority of the episodes. That is a key number. And I hear, I've heard it on a show that I was on and a few others when they had low completion rates. That was a that was a warning sign for them that that show was not going to catch on and stay strong going forward. So if everyone sits and, and a watches the episodes, but watches all of them, whether you binge it or you're watching it, you know, week by week, uh, that'll be a very good indicator for them that the audience is there and will show up for it. That was going to be my next question. Is is binging bad? Is watching weekly better uh, to show like long-term or is binging okay? And and can a singular account watch it more than once to boost numbers or are they kind of like nullied out after one or two runs? Um. Well, the second question first, I, I think that for the most part, it still does count if you're watching it multiple times. I mean, particularly when they're looking at content that is traditionally geared toward children and families. And let's face it, it is animated. So the target audience is a younger audience. That being said, we wrote it for all audiences, for everyone. But they will, you know, kids by and large watch their content numerous times right? They will watch right. an episode of something 10, 15, 20 times. So that's going to count in some way. Um, and I don't think it will get negated. I do think that um, it depends on how they release the episodes. If they drop, you know, uh, I worked on a, another animated show that went on Netflix called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It's not the Kevin Smith one. It was a new kids version of Masters of He-Man. 
And that was 24 episodes, and they divided it into three eight-episode chunks. So they dropped eight episodes, and then several months later, they dropped another eight episodes, and then, you know, waited another four, five, six months, and then they dropped the last eight. So that was one distribution model. It will really depend on how they decide to divvy up the episodes and um, release them, whether it'll be weekly for 20 weeks or if it'll be that they drop them in, you know, half and half or how that will work. Half and half makes the most sense just because of how the season is structured. I'm certain it's structured similar to what uh, the first season was. So uh, I imagine that you might see the first 10 and then the second 10. But don't quote me on that because I'm I have no information about that. Do do you think that Netflix uh, and this is our, my final question for you, because we're almost out of time too, Bubba. But do you think Netflix is the right platform to continue this series? Do they have the numbers necessary to to prove the vitality of Prodigy? Yeah, I do, because uh, Netflix has a far larger subscriber base and it. it you know, a lot of families and, and kids are subscribed to Netflix. I think that people who are not traditional Star Trek viewers might have it on for their kids. And that was really the hope. The hope was that we could bring in a new generation of Star Trek fans through this series and speak to, you know, what what is Star Trek about? What are the ideals and aspirations for the Federation and for Starfleet? And introduce them to all of the concepts and the the tech and the, the aliens and the worlds of Star Trek in a, a way that would sort of, you know, slowly get them used to what was going on without dumping a lot of information on them very quickly. So I think that can be appealing for a lot of people who might have been uh, reticent to jump into the Trek universe in the past. So I do think this is a good home for it. I, I'm really pleased that Netflix has seen, you know, the potential here and has stepped up. Well, that is very, very exciting. I am very glad that we will get to see season two. I, again, uh, shame on Paramount for for doing all the shenanigans that they did, but at least we will get to see our product. And if it ends up being financially better for all involved, you know, better for Netflix and better for Paramount to be licensing it and and we get future life out of Prodigy, then I'm very, very excited about it. So um, super duper pumped and uh, and excited, uh, Shauna, to have the product back on the air. When would you know if there's a future to Prodigy? It's probably going to be a little while still yet. Oh, yeah. I would imagine that um, it'll be sometime within i would say the first few months of the the new season of episodes dropping now there's a there's an outside chance that if they put the new the first season up and they just get huge numbers right out of the gate that could be a really good sign for them and they might decide to pull the trigger early um and in any case it is going to be challenging to um to mount the third season just because of course the momentum on the second season is still there and it'd be, you know, the sooner they can make the decision is the better because you right. manage to retain your artists, you retain, you know, the writers, you retain all the people and the, the, the talent that have made it possible thus far. Um, but I, I think the nature of this business, uh, we won't know for uh, quite some time yet. But, well, but we don't uh, want the season two writers. We want the season one. We writers. want the season one writers. That's right. You don't know. Most of the, there's a lot of the season one writers that are season two writers. I I'm very excited about the season two. Honestly, I I have I have talked to some of my cohorts and have 
am very pleased with the direction of the series. So I think uh, I think fans are going to like it a lot. Well, we're excited to see it back on the air. Thank goodness that uh, Prodigy has found a home and it will be on Netflix. And uh, that is dropping later this year, 2023. Uh, we will keep you posted on the dates that we have and uh, what we're going to be able to provide you with as that release date approaches. Uh, Ms. Shauna Benson, thank you very much for being here. Appreciate you so very, very much. Let me find my button. Oh, God, where's the button? The button. It's totally the button. fine. There it is. Yes, yeah. thank you. I was kidding about the buttons. I'm still learning about all the buttons. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate Congrats you being here. Congrats on your new studio, by the way. It thank looks fantastic. You. I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm very, very happy with it. There's lots of lots of nerding out in here. Bubba Joe. Uh, my uh, sister and I now aspire to that, so thanks. <laughs> don't, don't, don't beat yourself. There's a lot of that's, that still doesn't work in here, but it, it's it, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Uh, Baba Joe, let's spend our last couple of minutes. We've got about 10 minutes left, okay? Um, and uh, and I want to spend the last 10 minutes or so talking about the new Territory Research Tree expansion. While Miss Shana was discussing uh, Prodigy with us, that gave you a chance to go through and read all these new researches and rank them from top to bottom in order of priority, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Let's start with the most important research. And he's going to say none of them. And then we're going to say the least uh, important research. He's going to be I like all of them. I will say the most important research is uh, Daylock Doe, uh, Baleful Tactics, and Tancalog's Edge. Unfortunately, they're near the end. Uh, they're in the third from the last column in the new territory what? research are, tree. We're not going to we're not going to get to those. Well, no, yeah, I, you're talking about them right now. <laughs> I just wanted to point people out that like that's a long ways off. Right. They also require Ops 50. So let's scale oh. back a little bit and <laughs> go back to because uh, that's the other thing. It's like I look at these. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's Ops 50. Oh, well, that's cool. That's Ops 49. Yikes. Oh, that's that's not. Uh, you know what? That one's not bad. Ops 42, 41. So uh, Heronium alloys and covariant shielding. Again, shield and hole. These are big percentages. Not a big, not bad. I have no idea what the Ops ranges are as you level up the skills, but they look like they could be useful. Um, but we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. And we have schematics revision. Now, if you participated and completed your week one uh, of your territory capture battle pass, how many of these particles would you have? I think 60. Is that right? Is that what you would have? 60? You would have 60. Yeah. And, and how much of this research can you complete with 60 particles? I'm going to assume only one level. Oh, wait. You are correct. Yeah, I'm going to assume only one level. One level. Yeah. So you can do one level of one research for one week worth of work. Now, aren't you excited about this tree, DJ? Sure. Now, you know what's interesting? I'm looking here at the tree. It is odd that they injected a piece of the new territory research in the middle, and then there's more territory research at the end. So what did they do, uh, Ripper? Did they actually change the column numbers on some of the territory later territory research trees? Well, there was know, always a be. break. There was always That's, a break, but maybe they was. did add some columns. Yeah, there's there's uh there's four columns here that didn't exist uh three. Three columns here that didn't exist before. And then uh yeah, after 
Yes, you knew. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So wait, you're telling me that these three columns are the only G4 research that exists? No, oh, these are these are 30. Okay, okay. These are 30 G3 research. At least so, they start at G3. So schematics revision, uh, improving the efficiency of ISO emulsion, not bad. Uh, for territory capture research, which is a good thing. It doesn't even affect the efficiency of the new chronometric particles, though, folks. It's just ISO emulsion. Then um, you've got for particle efficiency here in refined fission, quantum entanglement, and hermetic containment, which is the next column, and then metrion particle efficiency in the third column there. And then that's it. Well, Sarco mitigation, but don't, don't you dare. Just don't you dare. Okay. Uh, and that's it for the G3s. Then you come over to G4 Correct. where you've got mining speed for isogen, other mining speed for other materials and resources, cargo for faction ships, uh, warp speed for all ships. As Bubba mentioned, shield and hull boosts. Uh, I do see one in here for officer stats, which I'm always kind of a little bit of a fan on. All right. Um, oh, no. Zandies. You've continued to refine ISO resin all this time. He has a million ISO resin. Oh, boy. Yeah. I stopped refining that after we finished all that research. <laughs> you kept going. This Zandy's is the same guy that has like 752 uh, Sarco unlocks. All right. <laughs> yes, but, but it's. He could be getting it for the particles if he's not on the map or not where he can get all the particles. It comes in the particle redeem? Yes. That's the only way to get the particles. If uh, if you don't have the service. See, I, I bet I don't right. even pull that one. I didn't even know that was down there. All right, hang on. Let me look. So you're saying in the territory refinery, in the... Oh, there's particles in there. What do you know about that? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Not only is there particles, they are what? guaranteed. They're guaranteed particles? How did I not even know that? All right. So uh, for those, so this is for alliances that are not on the territory map. Is that is that what you're saying? Yes. All right. You want the wah, 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 wah. Okay, fine. Thank you. I didn't need it, Captain Bull. I didn't need it. We always had the particle services on. Okay, Amber says, tell me you're a TC whale without telling me you're a TC whale. I didn't know! Now, if they add chronometric particles in there, I might start pulling it. So, so DJ. Yeah, so hang on, Quad Bad. I'm going to circle back to you on that, okay? Let me, just let me find out, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk to some people, and I'll come back around to you. All right. <laughs> so we, we really have two trees, right? We have an efficiency uh, tree oh right boy. up front. Yeah. And at G3, which is good. That's where your efficiency tree should be for this. Sure. And then we have the next level up, which is the G4 tree, which gives you additional speed for mining. Maybe you care about that. Maybe you don't. Okay. And then and then some real somewhat useful combat pieces, right? Now, it looks like that, you know, they're going to be a lot of these are going to be level locked for people once they actually get to the where they can spend the particles. But <laughs> I want to go back down and what really bothers Shh, Zandies. Shh. All right, sorry. Sorry, continue, Bubba. Zandy's was making fun of me. I had to shut him up. Is even if you have the battle pass, let's say the one that you want to do is the schematics revision. Yeah. Because let's be realistic here. People that have been being engaged in territory aren't going to need a lot of particle, right? They're not going to need a lot of particle efficiencies. Well, the schematics revision, you get to upgrade it. You get to go along and you're fine until you get to level four that says, 
you need recompiled colliders at level four to continue. Where is recompiled colliders, DJ? I'm assuming, uh, let's see, okay, I'm looking. Recompiled. Is that all the way back in the G3 stuff? Yep, way there the it beginning. is. Yep, very at the beginning. So you're saying this thing is wrought with dependencies. Is that what you're saying? Just yes. tons and, and so, tons of dependencies. Well, no. So like the schematics revision requires you to go forward in the tree to come back and upgrade it, right? So the schematics revision is your efficiency for isogen. You have to do the particles to get to the compilers, to get to level four of the, I'm sorry, colliders, the recompiled colliders. To get to level four of that, you have to take all of the efficiencies of the particles to level four just to get the isogen efficiency that you want. This sort of dependency drives me nuts. Yeah, because you have to this invest in research you don't unnecessary. want. Yeah, you got you to gotta invest so, in research you don't really want. I get that. Correct. And not only that, but it's you have to go through multiple levels of research to get back to the one that you want to do, right? So it's not just, oh, go take this one up a level, you know, tick it off. You have to take it all the way to four. And with the way that they are gating the particles, it is going to be a very, very long time before people are even going to even be able to do the thing, the one thing that they want to do. Like the G4 players, they could look at these things up here in G4 land, but what they really want is the efficiency so they can finish up what they have already from particles or from uh, from the regular territory research and then use that efficiency to move forward in the tree. And so this is just beyond aggravating. This is the kind of design that drives players batty. There's useful things in here you can't get because the particle sourcing is far, far too slow. And even the things that you want to try and get, they are locked behind researches that you don't want. And they're not behind the research. They're locked. They're actually in front of the research that you don't want to do, but then they are locked by dependencies that you have to move forward on. This sort of dependency building is immensely frustrating. If I had to take schematics revision to level four to get recompiled colliders to level four, that makes sense because schematics revision is before the colliders. But no, you have to take it to level four to go backwards against this tree. This is the sort of terrible game design that drives players crazy and is completely unnecessary. And whoever came up with this should not be in charge of designing anything. They should promote them to community manager where they can't cause any harm and get them out of game design. Damn. Woo! That was spicy, Bubba Joe. <laughs> God bless. Dang, man. All right. Holy caliente. All right. Now, I'm not going to lie. I hate dependencies. All right. I, I hate dependencies. And and if Bubba's talking about forward dependencies and reverse dependencies and and all these prerequisites and then postrequisites, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Okay, not not a fan of that at all. But now here's the thing, Nova. You say you're not spending on old particle efficiency. Sounds like you're going to have to. All right, because in order to get recompiled colliders back up, you're going to have to do some of this stuff up here. All right. And to proceed up here, you're going to have to come back here and level this stuff up. So, yeah, I don't and, know if that and, feels good. And you know what, DJ? What's even worse? You know what has no dependencies? Uh, 
let's see if we can figure out the worst one in here that has no dependencies. Uh Decreasing damage against players. I see no dependencies there. They say it's the Sarko one. Stand up. Oh, is it the Sarko one? It is one? the Sarko one. The Sarko <laughs> one has no dependencies. You are free to spend all of your particles, this, these hard-to-source chronometric particles, you're free to spend all of them on a worthless research. I really like my new buttons. If I can just find them when I need them. Uh, all right. So there you go. Yeah, that's that's kind of crappy. I don't like that. Uh, now, I did want to also show this, and I've got this that uh, we can put into the graphics room, which I will do right now. And I believe that Blue and Jules have shared this with you already. This is the chronometric particle acquisition comparison uh, that shows just inside the battle pass free track as compared to the elite track as compared to what if you are fortunate i don't think we're going to use that word but if you happen to have one of the territory services that source chronometric particles this is what you're looking at now uh ripper i think you and uh jules the other day might have figured out and bubba you had the number uh ladies and gentlemen this research starts at ops 40 right? No, 35? 30. 30. Thank you. Starts at 30, but we already saw just those couple of nodes up front. There was only three nodes or four nodes, all right? Those Correct. four nodes. Uh, after that, sorry, I'm getting text. After that, everything else comes in at 40. Is that right? The next chunk starts at G4? Yes. So if we were going to combine G3 and G4 research, just the G3 and G4. We're not talking about maxing the tree. We're not talking about taking it all the way to Ops 60. We're talking about just G3 and G4 research. So that would be research that is available at Ops 50 and down. What was the number, Bubba? 37 or 57? 37? 37, right? I don't, ha I don't have that. Blue is saying 37,000. 37,000. 37,000 particles to max the research that's available to you from Ops 50 down. That would be, Bubba Joe, uh, a year. Yeah, a year. I was going to say uh, between 10 and 12 months. Yeah, but yeah, call it a year. One year. And by the way, that's maintaining the territory service and consistently buying in to the elite track of the Territory Capture Season Pass. Uh, and finishing the Season Pass. And finishing the Season Pass. Has and anyone done the math? Are you going to be able to miss? Are you going to have to hit all milestones all weeks to finish the Season Pass? I mean, we probably don't really know yet because of the weird math that they did here. So we don't know. Not only that, but only... Three alliances per server are going to even have the territory service. So that's well, another okay, but the, thousand. The difference in between that, it, yeah. So the difference is 9,000 versus uh, 9,500 versus 8,600, uh, 8, right? It's not that yeah, doesn't but actually look, change the needle. Yeah, but it's still half of what's available in the free track 
because if you don't spend the $50, there goes 6400 of it anyway. If you, I, I mean, this whole thing just looks bad when it comes Correct. to the acquisition path and the timing model of releasing the chronometric particles. Now, again, I know we're going to say, you know, it's going to get better. You know, there's going to be more stuff, and, and that may happen. I'm not saying that it won't. All right, that can happen. But, you know, why Why do we launch stuff that looks bad? I'm just, uh, you know, why? Why? So, why? this, not only does it look bad, because it is a three-month-long progression, Okay, they're not going to do anything to undercut this first month, this no. first three months. No. So adjustments are three months out, which means no. this is what we get for the first three months. Which should be equivalent to roughly. I mean, now, granted, at the end of this 90 days, uh, even free to play, you're probably going to be able to knock out 20, 20, 50, between 15 and 20 levels of this research. All right. But that's 90 days worth. Right, we're talking one research every three to four days. That doesn't, I mean, and that's I'm not if, certain that's that high. Yeah, it's not even that high. That's if you go linearly, linearly. But we know that they're going to get more expensive as they as they level up. So, correct. Yeah, not looking not looking super good there. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, a lot of the research is just absolutely full of interlocking dependencies. So, is this tree worth? rushing through i gotta be honest with you right now i'm not feeling it how right? would you rush through it well i mean by buying the season pass that's the biggest source of particles so, that exist so far i haven't bought it yet i gotta be honest with you i'm not a thousand percent sure the research tree doesn't look good all right i i don't think i care like is that bad we just talked about that there is actually research further in this tree that actually looks like it's going to be useful. Yeah, but you're telling it, me you don't you don't want to have thirty percent native isolytic damage on your ships. First of all, I'm not going to get the thirty percent native. Okay, I'm not going to get the thirty percent native. That's level ten of a late G four research, G five research. That's gonna that probably requires op sixty. All right, but secondly. How many particles to get to that research? I understand that, DJ. I'm just saying that there is that they put things in here that a player could come in here and go, that looks like an interesting research to me. Me as an ops, if I was you, ops 55, I'm coming in here going, I wouldn't mind a couple of levels of that research. I wouldn't mind investing in the territory capture. Then give in to for my... three months if I could get that particular research then give in look to at my, what you have to do to get to heaven get that's to that. right it's too long to get to that point give in to my impulsivity a little bit better all right and let me and let me let me have a taste right let me let me get a little taste all right and then maybe i could want more i'm just i i gotta be honest with you right now i get that there's p you know that there's that there's isolytic uh in here bubba but I don't know that that's a crazy turn on for me until they decide to fix a bunch of other stuff. You know, I mean, there's nothing that I can't kill with isolytic and uh, no, no PVE target that I can't kill with isolytic and hull breach. So why do I care? You know, 
I don't know. I might mm-hmm. not be in the right frame of mind for that right now. Maybe it's too far off. Maybe I can't smell the roses, so to speak. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe I need a little bit of a taste of, of what this is before I get excited about it. But I am so far away from getting that taste that I can't even get excited for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, already, I can't even get excited have for it. in the uh, artifacts, so that's your taste. Okay. Well, like I said, there's nothing in the game that I can't kill. That I, that I need to kill. Let me put it that way. There's stuff, obviously, I can't kill, like Bubba Joe and Wardod. But, I mean, I'm never going to be able to do that stuff. So, what I need to do, I'm perfectly fine where I'm sitting. You know? Just throwing it out there. All right, Bubba the Joe. The that you have now is is good enough? Yeah, it's pretty good. Now, that could, okay. that could be different when I unlock Q's Court 25. Might be a little bit different. And, 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 and not everybody's in that boat. Listen, you know, it, Bubba, you've complained about this for a long time, that like you've topped out. You, there's nothing that you can't kill, and, and nothing's a challenge anymore. You've talked about that. I know that, that that's not common for a bunch of players. There's going to be other players out there that are going to be like, hey, I could still use a challenge. I could still use something that I want to go hit. There's still something more powerful that I need to go do. Um, and those will be good. But again, I kind of just come out and say, and Steven Zarin is going to wag his finger at me and say, well, listen, it'll get better, and I'm sure that it will. They always do, but... At this moment in time, how can I be excited about it if it looks like it's that far away? You know what I'm saying? It's just so far. I agree. Yeah. And, and what have I always said about new features? Whether it's a ship or a new research or a new loop. What have I always said? New, new, new armadas. If you want players to engage, you've got to give them something up front to engage with. Mm-hmm. If you want players to invest in something, whether that be time or money, right? You've got to give them a taste of what it is that they're getting. And this is garbage. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not a fan. All right. With that, Bubba Joe, we are going to have to end the show. I'm 15 minutes past my hard cap and Oliver DJs has soccer tonight. So so hot that cap, isn't it? It, uh, yeah, no, I probably, I probably should be there. But if you, if you pass, pass your hard cap, then the cap cannot be that hard. Yeah, no, I'm probably going to get in trouble, and Oliver's going to be late, and, and like that's all not a good thing, you know? It's all not going to be a good thing. Uh, let me say thank you very quickly to uh, to our supporters here. I really do appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for being here. I hope you enjoyed our first simulcast. I think it went well. I would like to do it again. The numbers look great. Even now, Bubba Joe, still 500 and what? 40, 505. I can't do math. It, it, it dropped a little bit, but it's okay. People's butts are starting to get sore. It's been, it's, they've sat for a long time. We got to get moving. Got to go, got to go to stretch, get up and get moving. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much. I would like to visit, uh, or like to ask you to visit our website. Normally on Twitch, we are raising money for our Christmas angel fund, which is normally up here. It's not here right now. Um, that project is fully underway. Thank you to, uh, Ripper who made a ridiculously crazy dono. Um, yesterday i guess it was yesterday rip thank you very much for that supporting the christmas angel project inviting all of you guys to do that here in twitch it's exclamation donate exclamation paypal exclamation venmo over in our discord it'll be slash paypal slash venmo 
uh, and tag your donations with something for our Christmas Angel family. We really do appreciate that. I would also like to invite you to visit our website where you can find links to our other content, our YouTube, where Griffin is very busy and producing new content for you. Also, our merchandise store is there. Uh, be sure to do that. Find over your way over to the YouTube channel where you can subscribe and hit the bell and do all those things. And you can find a link to our Gold Patron program if that's something that you would like to consider maybe contributing to at a level of five dollars or more per month it'll turn your name gold inside of our discord and allow me to read your names at the end of every podcast broadcast uh podcast broadcast uh just like this let me say thank you very much to the following players who have given at a level of ten dollars or more per month turning their name gold that would be lord Neelix, lady kess trader Arn shepherd jelami d lyle mechrack hammerhead regis jayberg shady pines big shakes lobot it's hunter Degora, Cruzito, and Susie hank a dj grip c101 late nighter lightbolt chloe p Zalvinar, Zinfried, Ensign, Morale, Kim, Stormbringer, Bayonetta, Grog, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke Mohawk, Purr, 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 Jet Ski, Papa Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack, Vanim, Scorpionis, Archer, and Hani, Indominus, Casey Jones, DJs, Towns, BFF, Chronic Break, K92, Sir Tail, Warren, Apox, Judge Crane, G Force, Bamingas, Captain Q, Garrick, Game Junior, Admiral, Inwater, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser Kendall, Wardod Loves Mining Events, Seven of Nine, Jagged Nimigo, Full Tilly Blue, Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Furmax, Dr. Link, Clueless Wind, Schizoido, Likes of Bath, Welch, Fighting Texas, Aggie Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, DJ's Once Forbidden Tech, The Web, Balabomb, King of 101, Primal Fear, Medic, 213, J-Babes, Dark Knight, Strata Blaster, Pixelate, Lost In, Buddy, Spectre, Yukai, Nico, Diva, Dorsal, Oster, McLovin, DJ Screams My Name, <laughs> Dragon Pirate, Shoop, Shoop, Badoop, Shoop, Badoop, 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 Shoop, Griffin, Mean Bean, Thomas, Everywhere It Matters, Mid Strangler, Matt, Scott, and Shannara. Thank you guys for supporting Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow for now. Love you, Minute. Catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody.